Good afternoon, morning, and night, internet. Welcome back to the Cable Trash Cast. I'm your host, Nicole Tuner, uh, here with Alex Pell and Royal Foil. Introduce yourself, guys. Oh, um, I'm Royal Foil, and I have an account on um, Instagram and SoundCloud. Uh, I'm Pale Iguana. I do art, and I'll try to upload more on my Twitter. <laughs> Uh, I'm Alex, aka Alex Likes Tunes. I, I like to produce uh, video content and stuff, but right now the main uh, content I'm producing at the moment is uh, I'm hosting a, a racing series called the VTuber Racing Series or VTRS uh, that broadcasts on YouTube and Twitch at 2 p.m. Eastern Time every Friday, or at least uh, whenever we can, we do it on Friday at uh, 2 p.m. Eastern. And uh, you can find me on YouTube, Twitch, and Twitter. I almost said Facebook again. <laughs> That's cool. Everyone uses Facebook, right? Yeah. Mm, no. Yes. <laughs> I, wish, I don't know. I wish I could actually watch that that VTuber game, but it's like an inconvenient. Well, they, we do uh, we do archive them as well. We're still trying to experiment and figure out like what format would work best for it with everybody's yeah. schedule. All right. Cool. So anyway, back to back to the show. Uh, today's topic is Adult Swim content. Uh, you gotta put up the black sque- screen to remind the children. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fuck. What's it? What do? What do they say? Like, Adult not... Swim. Uh, Adult Swim should never be watched by anyone. Please turn off the TV now. No one under fourteen is is allowed All to watch. All kids on the pool. Yeah. <laughs> All children, all the children watching this black screen, we know. You must be this tall to get in the pool. Yes. Oh, kick Pell out. She's the shortest. Oh, dang it. <laughs> <laughs> no! You can, only, you can only watch Adult Swim if you've ever filled out a W-2 form. Oh, <laughs> oh I have. Okay. I, I do my tax. You're allowed I to watch think... it now. I think I have before. I'm not really sure. What if Uh-oh. you don't do taxes? Uh, you just fucked. Yeah, yeah I guess I, I suppose so. I mean, you can always. I mean, you can always try to evade, but you know, eventually that's going to catch up to you, and uh, yeah. you're going to have to answer to Assy McGee on that. No. <laughs> not Assy McGee. Best damn cop in the world. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's go with the the first topic: Adult Swim bumps, the bumpers. So, what are y'all's favorite Adult Swim bumper? And we'll go with bottom up. Oil, you go first. Oh yay! So um, let's see. So basically, you have you got your pitcher bumps, and then you got your um text bumps, but probably my favorite out of all the bumps they have thus far would be like the first couple of ones they had. You know, you had the elderly people at the yeah. at the pool ding, site. Ding, ding, ding. Other, um, oh, what else? The ones that don't exist anymore? <laughs> the ones that... Oh, what, you talking about the old people? Of course they don't exist anymore. No, they didn't, they all didn't, kids out of the pool for adult swim. Didn't adult swim just get rid of well, accidentally lost those, those that footage. Oh yeah, 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 like they had to find like a clip on YouTube. Oh yeah. damn. <laughs> but um, yeah, it was those, and there was also like the first aid kit bumpers. 
Oh. And, you know, you have um, home movie characters, Futurama, you know, all those different cartoons at the time. All right, cool. Anything else to add? Yeah, that's about it. All right. Want to tell? I have several. <laughs> I came prepared. Um, it's probably biased because I like stop motion, but I like um the ones that Lee uh, Hardcastle did. The bumpers he oh, did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, those they are They get great. a lot of like they get a lot of uh, internet people to come in and make bumps. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah. Gotta give them jobs, man. Yeah, it's, it's often how like a lot of creators get their foot in the door at Adult Swim. Yeah. Yeah. There were some. Yeah, he also did. Here's another, I guess, thing relating to him. He did some uh, Rick and Morty um, bumpers called the Rick and Morty: The Non-Canical Adventures. Oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, oh, sorry. Oh, yeah. Like movie parodies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, movie parodies like uh, Jaws, Beetlejuice, uh, Gremlins, Aliens, stuff like that. They're pretty neat. That was kind of like the first couple of seasons. They just parody like old movies. Yeah. Like in the good old There was also like this one uh, Adult Swim bumper. It had like some creepy, I guess, animatronic head looking thing. It, it kind of, it did like a weird smile. Um, I thought that was kind of creepy but cool. Um, I'll have to link it to you in a bit, but uh, there's that. Um, there's like seen these uh clown kids bumpers the clips are from a 1976 film called if mirrors could speak self-image film it's a Damn. 11 minute film it's like really um, obscure yeah it's it is <laughs> um the tuka and birdie bumpers i think there was more than one i could only find one of them on youtube i feel like there was two or three i i, I might be remembering wrong. um but I'll link that afterwards. And then the this is fine. Um, oh yeah, this is fine because they they get like an classic. animated version of it. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> That's all the ones that I like. Um, yeah. They recently uh, I, they got worthy kids on to do a couple recently. Um, oh yeah. The like the there was one where they're like uh, they're making a, a door like these two people are making a DoorDash delivery to a a, a, a wizard's cave. Yeah, that one. That one was really, and they all he did like a stop motion one too, I think, for Halloween. So that was that was really cool. I don't know if Jack Stauber has done any bumpers for them. I think he but, did yeah. one with the. Yeah, yeah, we have that show, Opal. Wishing Apple. Oh yeah, yeah, Opal. yeah that too. Opal. Opal. I still have to and, watch Opal. Uh, Opal is good. Oh, Paul Robertson too, the guy who does all the pixel art stuff. Ooh. Oh, I think there was like some pixel ones on. There. Oh, Syriac, the that weird uh, animator that does like the Photoshop stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was also like the pilot red sun guy. Oh yeah, he did do Adult Swim bumps, didn't he? Yeah, it was like one where he had his father and his son. And he told his son to get some firewood or something like that. Yeah. This one is one of my personal favorites. I just love the the style of it and also the character design as well. The little, uh, the wolf, like, doing donuts in the shape of the Adult Swim logo mm -hmm. is neat. Oh. It's really just, like, you get the feeling that it's, like, Adult Swim will just approach creators and, like, hey, uh, make a 15-second thing for us and we'll pay you. And just put the Adult Swim logo at the end. And that's a dream job. Adult Swim, please. Is, I would, dude, I would love to make an Adult Swim bumper. That'd be the yeah. best. 
Yeah. Hire me, Adult Swim. I'll, I'll make all the bumpers. <laughs> Every last one of them. I'll remake the old ones as well. <laughs> hey, you know what? That would be kind of cool if they like, brought that back for one night or something. That could be like a good April Fool's thing where they just like... It's like it's April Fool's 2002. So they just like recreate the typical Adult Swim block from 2002. That's what I wanted to happen, like, for the 20th anniversary. That would have been neat. But yeah, they they did the live-action Rick and Morty bumpers, too, just recently, with uh, Christopher Lloyd and one of the kids from the It reboot. Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's... Oh, yeah, uh, that's all I got. Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, at least uh, for me, I... I don't remember Adult Swim bumpers that much, so I can't really pick out a favorite. Uh, but before the podcast, I did watch a couple of the older ones. And yeah. I'll, I'll just say, like, one is it's, it's kind of weird how just black screen with white text uh, yeah. can be somewhat funny. Like, there's one oh, yeah. where... They they asked the creator of a show. I, I don't even remember the question, but they asked him something, and they just post the an email, a joke email about it on the screen. Yeah, I thought it was pretty funny. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> it works so well because you can uh, you can like cut them in such a way that's funny, but they're also like really easy to make, so you can tur- pump them out real quick. Yeah. Yep. And then other video I saw there was like the. One about animals. I thought that was pretty vibrant and creative. You, yeah. uh, on I heard that before. Other than that, I can't actually remember it. them, so that's that's all I have to say. I'll, I'll pass it on to Alex. Yeah. Um. Oh, are we still talking about bumpers? Yes. Favorite favorite ones. Um. Let's see. I mean, I, I did mention Paul Robertson, but he did one for, uh, for like, Eric Andre that was really good. They've had a lot of really good bumpers for Eric Andre. There's, like, another one where it shows, like, a craftsman, like, working really hard and making this, like, perfect, pristine desk. And then it just, like, cuts to Eric <laughs> falling through it and destroying it. At the desk. <laughs> like, oh, they got Production IG to do a bumper. That's that's cool. That's pretty epic. All right, cool. Anything else? Yeah. Anything else to add, Alex? Um... Nothing like, oh god, I forgot John K made one. Oh yeah, it was oh. like, uh... <laughs> was, uh... I think George Licker was in it too, was in one of them too, I think. It was George Licker, and then I have like, um, I think Hank Hill was in there? Hank Hill? What? Like Mike Judge, I mean, I don't know if it was either just the voice. Oh, wait, wait, I remember now, it was those two kids from, uh, Cans Without Labels. And they were watching Adult Swim, and then... Hands without labels! It's like, how dare you look at this foul little scene! Tell what, did I, what did I tell you about watching a profane? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah, the, the voice was like, you're watching the God Channel. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just found this bumper too, it was like... Uh, it's using like old 3D rendering software to uh, to like make the Adult Swim logo, and there's like a lot of like VHS fuzz and stuff on it. That was mm. cool. 
aesthetic. My type of aesthetic. I, I can dig it. All right, cool. Uh, we're done with that segment. Uh, so same segment, but for least favorite bumper. Uh, oh, we'll start yeah. backwards. So Alex, what's your least favorite bumper? Least favorite bumper? I can't really think of any in particular. The only ones I guess I could think of are ones that are just that just try to discuss pe- um discuss people or just actively try to disgust you. Uh, I mean, there was one that was kind of gross, where it was, like, a guy popping a pimple on his face, but the Ooh. pimple, like, but as it came out, it just, like, inverted him and turned him inside out. Oh. Ooh. Which was, like, it's kind of gross in concept, but it still looked kind of cool, because it was, like, uh, the 3D style of it was interesting. All right. Okay, cool. So, anything, anything else to add? No? Okay. I'll just move on to myself. Like... <laughs> Again, I don't remember any of the bumpers. If I can think of a of any, but the video I've seen is the the ones I would dislike the most is just the a uh, black screen with just an image of the series and yeah, because yeah. that that seems just kind of lazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then I don't know if it counts as a bumper, but a commercial for. Oh, you're talking Park, about the the, the truth campaign? No. But what was the truth campaign? Those anti-smoking one. Wait, you're talking what? about the Rick and Morty? Yeah, the, it's like toxic metals. Oh yeah, that was cringe. I haven't seen that. Yeah. One. <laughs> no. It's like. It's not worth it. Basically, there's a, it's like the it was a real cost campaign where it was like. Uh, where it was like Rick sucking all of the toxic metals from vaping out of kids' oh. lungs, and it was really edgy. <laughs> it makes me want to smoke. Or yeah, mm, delicious smoke. Must I must have it? Consume. Consume. <clears throat> yeah, that's all. That's all I really have for it. Yeah. I'll just move on to pale. Um, mine, I don't, I couldn't really think of any ones that I didn't like. I guess the ones that have, like, a black background and just white text. Um, most of them to me are kind of like, eh. I'm just like, okay. Oh! I don't. You're not, you're um, not high enough to appreciate. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I feel like it's, uh, it's kind of hard to complain about, like, adult swim bumpers just because, like, they are so like bite-sized and uh, just sort of experimental that it's hard to get mad at a bumper for trying something different and failing. I like the little uh, music he uses though. Sometimes. Yeah, the music is like very chill. Yeah, I like that. Forgot about the one bumper that was like uh, stuff it in the cornucopia. What? What's it about? It's just it's just like they get like they bring in a metal band and uh, they and they just go like uh. What was it like? Squash! Stuff right in the cornucopia! <laughs> Wizard hat! Stuff right in the cornucopia! Huh. But there's like a video of like a little kid watching Stuff It in the Cornucopia and he's like singing along to it and dancing to it. Good taste. Fun taste. All right, uh, Pella, anything else? No sad? Um, no, that's it. <laughs> Alright, what about you, Royal Foil? Mm, I mean, I'm gonna echo Alex too, where it's like you have those bumpers that try really hard to like to 
through with your view because it's late at night and it's like you're gonna see some weird shit on screen. <laughs> like um that one morphing uh bumper where it's like you have all these different characters but it's like you're trying to give you a seizure. It makes yeah. you feel like you took a bunch of designer drugs. Yeah, those those I can understand why the I, I'd say those are probably the worst ones because they could actually hurt people. Like I mean, I can understand why they're doing it, but I'm just <laughs> yeah, weird. And then the Don is your enemy bump. You know, it's like the one where it's like those eyes they're staring at you, and then it has the ominous music in the background. Aside from that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so we'll move on to our favorite shows and start from the last person. Rafael, what's what's your favorite adult show and why? Uh, it's kind of hard to really put together because you know Adult Swim has a lot of hit shows. I mean, you got Boondocks. Got Aqua Team, Hunger Force. It's like it's really tough to like. Yeah. <clears throat> oh wait. But you know, yeah. gun gun to your head, you gotta pick one. Which one would it be? Mm. Okay. Off the top of my maybe. I think objectively the best Adult Swim show. Alex, it's, it's not your turn yet. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, he can keep going. It's cool. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, uh, I feel the best. The oh, go ahead. No, no, go, go, go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, okay. I would say the best version of, uh, or the best Adult Swim show, at least from my personal perspective, and the most entertaining. I think it's a tie between Yola Crystal Fantasy and Xavier Renegade Angel because they oh. really. They embody, like, that kind of perfect energy that where Adult Swim is at its best, where, like... Because Adult Swim is at its best where you're kind of, like, half asleep at 3 a.m. on your couch, and uh, you see <laughs> something happen on Adult Swim, and once it's... And you don't really question it, but by the time it's over, you're like, wait, what, what, what did that just happen? Exactly. <laughs> and, like, you're... T but you're too tired to rewind, so you're just sort of, like, wondering if it was... If you dreamt that or if it was real. It's all a dream. Nothing but a and, dream. Uh, this is like Xavier Ren uh, or Xavier Renegade Angel is very good. Oh, um, yeah, it's good. It, you can watch it. It's one of those shows where you can just like watch it over and over again and still like see new stuff. Oh yeah, and check it out with Doctor Steve Brule is also very good. Yeah, I see that one. Okay, but I finally figured out my choice, and it kind of brings up you know the, what shows define Adult Swim as a whole, and it's basically um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah. Aquatine is iconic. Yeah, and just like Alex too said, where it kind of embodies like Adult Swim. I mean, you know, at first Adult Swim just started as you know just taking a bunch of like old Hamburger cartoons and stuff and making them into their own show. And yeah. Aquatine sort of did that with um, Powerpuff Girls and um, you know with the backgrounds and all that, and you know Johnny yeah. Quest background with Doctor Weird. Yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen in the backwaters of Jersey. My hand is eating my ass. Oh. <laughs> or no, it was the other way around. Dang it! But um, yeah, it's like you know, it's, 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 the, it's the weird show that you just wake up and you're like, oh my god, what have I witnessed? <laughs> 
and you know it has humor of all you, kinds. I mean, you I'll got, tell you what you've witnessed. Number one in the hood. Number one in the hood, G. <laughs> yes. You got your um, cynical, dark humor. Like one of my favorite episodes is like the Dumber Dolls episode. I think I forgot the title, but it was with um. Happy Time Harry. Oh, with the, the, the suicidal doll. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, mean, I like that strange. one. It's like he broke Meatwad's spirit. It was just so freaking hilarious because Meatwad's is just a total doomer now. That's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Meatwad's, Meatwad's is 100% spirit. That, that's a feat to break. Like, Meatwad's a baby. He just broke his entire soul, and he's like, ah, who cares? Everybody's gonna die anyway. Everybody's gonna die. I can't do <laughs> they got that, and then, um, my humor that it has, because, I mean, we have a show that has, like, a bunch of, like, fast food characters. I mean, you would think that there's not really much you can do with it, but all Continuing Hunger Force actually does something with it. Yeah. So. I like the I like uh, one of my favorite characters is definitely that showed up for one episode was the Wisdom Cube, and he just says like complete nonsense. Like uh, at one point I was like, because I was eating, I I had like a trend going for a while where every time I would like stop at my local this like drive-in near my work, I would watch like Aqua Teen while I'm eating, and there was like one thing it just like came out of nowhere, and, like this cube the cube of wisdom comes down and out of nowhere he's just like, hey, say mother may I and then spell cup. Mm-hmm. I, it was like so like stupid and out of left field I almost choked on my burger oh yeah anyway anything else to add uh, foil yeah you know it just goes across the board and you know it did a lot more with the source material you know cause you got space ghosts and you know the space ghosts and then Harvey Birdman they use a bunch of Hanna-Barbera characters but then uh, you know Aqua Teen Hunger Force pretty much just the devil do his own thing and then it started getting just crazy after every single season that comes by oh you know what I forgot I th- I think I for- I can't believe I forgot about the Eric Andre show I think that'd probably be my favorite oh. Adult Swim show we're, we're talking about cartoons only in this one. Oh, okay fair enough Cartoon. you can bring it up on the, st- on the next one where, st- we, where we talk about syndicated stuff and the live action yeah, yeah then my statement yeah, still right. stands yeah, but across the board, like, Aquatine Hunger Force is pretty much the one that I would probably watch over and over again. Like, even, like, the ones where they start using different titles, like Aquatine, you know, whatever. Aqua or, Unit Patrol Squad. Yeah. My, that's my another, one really good one was uh, Aqua Something, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah it's your turn, pal. <laughs> oh. ah, least, uh, favorite shows, right? Uh, favorite um, show, favorite show, and why? It does it have to be Adult Swim original, right? Yeah. Preferably, yeah. Dang it, no Tuka and Birdie season two. <laughs> well, I, I think that counts because it's exclusive to Adult Swim at that point. Season two. Um, I, yeah, I think I think Tuka and Birdie counts because like, oh, uh, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Tuka and Birdie <laughs> season two is. One of my favorites? It's so good. Um, I love it. I, I love like how... it. Oh, sorry. Oh, no, you go ahead. I'll let you uh, say I'll, what you want I'll about I was going to say, I like how this season focuses 
on Tuka's like like her own anxiety and struggling with like the relationship with her family and our friendship with Birdie. Like yeah. I like that Birdie is like slowly getting better. Um yeah. she's getting the help she needs. And then Speckle is still uh the best wholesome uh, boyfriend. Speckle's best yeah. boy. It it's able yes. to like juggle it's able to juggle like really silly comedy and like yeah. very serious uh subject matter like really well. That's what no, I like it, it always sticks the landing too. Yeah. Um, like, uh, like I have like I've talked with people who are who have like suffered trauma and feel like, uh, and you know, sort of feel like it, it's definitely like affected their psyche. And seeing like, and I told them about like this one scene in Tuka and Birdie where like, uh, like a corrective fantasy, like corrective fantasies because you're in control now. And when they saw that, they were like, "Oh my god, I never thought of it like that." And it's, it's really cool to know that, like, something like this is helping, like, victims of abuse to sort of feel seen and know that they're not alone. Also, Tuka is also, uh, Tuka is just, one thing I, that I've, I've been seeing more and more of in, like, stuff and I'm really glad to see more of is just that characters are just gay and it's yeah. just never brought up. It's just that's part of who they are and that's it. Normal. It's nice. Yeah. Good, good representation. Very. Um, I was Don't gonna kill. also, just, I was gonna also mention <laughs> moral oral. <laughs> Not to get the political, but I like that it explores and it questions the the religious people of Moralton. Oh, yeah, it, like it goes so far beyond like because uh, it starts out as like a a Davy and Goliath sort of like Christian yeah. cartoon parody, but then like goes really deep into how cr the people uh, hide behind their Christian faith to sort of yeah. justify their actions and pra and paint themselves as being sort of holier than thou. But they're not. It's, it's, it's very, it's like a really clever show. Except Worrell. He is holier than thou. Yeah, he's like a moral center. And he ends up being kind of like all of these outside forces try to corrupt him in the name of like being holy or being pure. Mm -hmm. But yeah, Pell, what, what are you saying? I was going to say, and it's stop motion. I'm like, yes, stop motion. Yeah, I think it was by the, the Robot Chicken guys, wasn't it? Oh yeah, you um, can definitely tell it was. I think it was. Uh, but I don't remember. It was that one guy, um, Dino, I can't say his last name. Um, the one they, they call him Barber. <laughs> yes, that guy. I can't say his last name. It's like that one. Yeah, it's like that one weird uh, uh, credit name in Family Guy. <laughs> Shima Kabadumrong or whatever. Oof! I'm not gonna try and pronounce that. <laughs> I mean, that was just that was a complete shot in the dark. I might have just butchered that name. In uh, fact, I know I butchered that name. Probably. Oh. I don't know. I'm not good with names in the. You could have been completely right. <laughs> yep. No. I like the one Family Guy joke where the credits are rolling by and Peter like takes the name and just uh, and rearranges them to say chemotherapy VCR Oof. or something. Hmm. Alright, um, anything else to add, Pale? I would say Robot Chicken, but it's become like a love hate thing. I don't know any more about Robot Chicken. <laughs> it's it is like uh, it is like an SNL s kind of thing where like. When you've produced something for so long and produced so much of it, you're gonna like burn out. But I'd still say Robot Chicken has some good skits. 
Yeah, I mean, we were going to talk about it later when we get to yeah. it, but yeah. Yeah. Right. But I right. think that's about it. <laughs> that's about it? Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess I'll move on to my Just, uh, so for favorite, I guess the top, top, top one, my list, Xavier, Renegade, Angel, just because I Gotta. enjoy the, how weird and philosophical it gets. And I don't know the the PS2 graphics just works work on its favor to make it look it, so unique. <laughs> it's so it tries so hard to be it tries so hard to be smart that it becomes stupid, and then it, it leans into the stupidity so hard it becomes brilliant. Yeah, it's a masterpiece. Once I shove you up this Trojan arse, you'll be the first gay homo in heaven. The Black U Robinson, Uncle Tom Crusoe. What a quote to walk into. Yeah. Uh, oh, hey, Alex. Adult Swim and... Hello! I just, I just walk in and the first thing I hear is Alex saying, you homo <laughs> or something. <laughs> On, adult hey. Swim is so good. Anyway, since, uh, since you just joined, want, want to quickly introduce yourself? Yeah, Alex Menace. Um... Yeah, I slept in again. I didn't. I forgot what thing again. Uh, Shame on you. Follow him on Facebook. Yes. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wherever. I don't know. What is life? What is life? But anyway, uh, what is it? Savior and uh, recently I saw Ballmasters. Oh, e. oh, I'm gonna put that up like really up there in the top spot e. as well. Well, maybe second to top spot. Just I, I really enjoyed the action of that, and and I I also like all the anime references it has. Did Mouse is constantly putting out good stuff. Uh, you know, even though, uh, what is it? They repeat a couple of jokes a bunch of time, and it's it's like funny always all the time anyway. Like motherfucking Umbilicus it, being <laughs> useless is still freaking funny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, but that's but yeah, Xavier, number one Adult Swim show. At least in my opinion. So I'll move on to Alex too. Oh, okay. Um, so we're still talking favorites. Yes. Okay. Um, I mean, I think. For me, I think, like, what makes Xavier Running an Angel such, like, a perfect Adult Swim show is because of how obscure it is. Most people haven't even heard of it. And because of that, because it's really, so many people, like, love to circulate clips online and stuff and sort of destroy, like, the context of jokes and everything. And Xavier Running an Angel has those kind of moments, but it's never to the point where, like, you've seen more of the show on YouTube than you have, and it's, like other form i don't know if i'm describing this well but it's like it's very it's still very well preserved you can still get like the same level of uh enjoyment out of it watching it now than you could like in 2008 don't worry about it alex you don't have to you have to be you have to explain yourself properly it's like savior renegade angel just that is that is true it's an experience yeah like when it first came out, it just seemed like one of those shows that you just watch once and never watch again. Because that's how I felt watching it back then. 
But now just watching it was just it's beautiful. It was just funny, like every single time I watch it over and over again, it just gets better every time. It is like so rapid fire, like like multiple jokes every passing second. And they'll just like drop these like brilliant jokes at their feet and then keep moving on and not leave any time to soak on it. Oh, that's just like one of those shows where they can break the fourth wall and it'll still be funny. Like, I remember this one episode where it was like the chief master guru or whoever his name was. And he said, this is the shooter. But he said, like, um, this is the peak of disappointment. And it just shows Xavier Renegade, Angel, and Logo. (laughs) 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 That's very good. Right, I love the the voice that the voice of uh, Xavier is really good too. What? Because like, there's so many like out of context clips that will be dropped on there. That one of like Xavier arguing with himself is still iconic. Probably the best scene. You slumber, a cucumber. Bars. <laughs> Pepino. Pepino. All right. Anything else to add, Alex? Um, nothing else that I can think of. One thing, I, are we getting into least favorites now? Or uh, has, uh, Alex uh, Demenez, what would you say is your favorite Adult Swim cartoon? Okay, so we're on the favorites. Cause we mi- I missed the bumpers, but I don't know. I can hop back to that later quickly. Um, yeah. my favorite show, um, I don't know what you guys have said before this. I think someone probably has said this by now, but probably like Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, yeah, that's Royal yes. Foil's favorite. Huh? Oh yeah, Man of Taste. Um, uh, why is it my favorite? Um, I don't know. There's just something. Maybe I, I don't. I can't give a reason. I think it's just vibe with the weirdness of the show. Like it's like that's a huge chunk of Adult Swim shows, just in general. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like it's just. I think it's describe. It just has this vibe that draws you in. Yeah, it's casual and easy to watch. Like you can just kind of put on whatever episode um i think the voice cast the the voice actors like the cast for the show is incredible like all like at least of the main cast of like carl um i don't know why i say call first but uh frylock meatwad and the shake master shake right like they're all the three of their voice all four of their voices are like just very distinctive but also just very humorous like like master shake with is just like kind of annoying assholey sort of like <laughs> Like, oh, yeah. kind of personality and voice and kind of whiny. Then meet Watt with this very peculiar way of talking. Like, he's like very, like, wide eyed. Like like yeah, like, it's cute, but it's like. I'm going over the chip is how. Yeah. Um, or Master, I mean, or Frylock, who's, like, kind of the straight man of the group, but he's very funny because he's just, like, no bullshitting. Like, yeah. Tends to be very, like, Forward. And then Carl's just like an idiot. Um, also his master shake, I don't know. All four have very distinctive voices and personalities. Um, oh yeah, totally. And stuff, and it's like really... And, like, ways of speaking as well. Like you could read a, a transcript with like names scratched out and know which character is talking. Yeah, and I'm not even going to attempt to do any of their voices to be terrible. Because <laughs> I, like... I, I don't know, I haven't practiced, but... No, yeah, like... I don't know. They're just—they're all like really iconic voices too. Like, yeah. so, there's there's so many people. Like, I watched Chowder before Aqua Teen, but there's yeah. so many people that I've met. It's like every time I hear Dana Snyder's voice, I just hear Master Shake. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
or whoever that dude is, um, who's Carl's voice actor? Forgetting his name because he was in that episode of Steven Universe as like uh, Greg's. Uh, was it, was it his brother? Or oh something? yeah, no. the the the, the DeMeo pilot. Guy. Yeah, the so, pilot or something. Like, it scared the shit out of me when I found out that um Carl and Meatwad have the same voice. Oh my wait, god! Uh, wait, are you do? serious? Oh no. wow! I'm oh. not fucking around. No way. Um, I have. What? How have I like just realized this? I mean, no. I remember. I remember hearing that like um that uh, oh yeah Dave Willis. Let's see. He does. Yeah, because he was in that episode of Steven Universe, and I remember like, I saw fan art because it was like a while where it was a meme to turn characters to look like you know using like that stock pose of Carl. Um, he does voice both like, of them. That's so weird. I did. Well, there you go. He's a good voice actor. I had no clue. Yeah. <laughs> I had no um, way of knowing. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, well, in that case... Uh, yeah. Uh, since you're no, here... Well, yeah, yeah. Do yeah, the... like, you just hear his voice. I'm just going to presume that's his normal speaking voice when he's talking like Carl. Because um, <laughs> in Steven Universe, he just sounds like Carl, so people make the joke. <laughs> it's him. <sim. laughs> it, uh, I don't know. It's funny. Um, and other kinds of stuff. Um, the music, like... Of the show, like, Scully D's, like, little... Like, he, I feel like he did this more early on in this show, like, season yeah. one, but, like, he just, like, like, randomly would interrupt the show to, like, talk or something. It's like, no, no, Aqua T, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, anyway. For stuff like that, it's like, vacation time. <laughs> vacation time. Vacation Anyway. Yeah, or the... Alex, credit, I don't know. This a lot. Sorry. Since, yeah. Since I, you're here, I think it's tell tell us your like favorite and least favorite bumpers pretty pretty quickly. Oh, that'll be quick. Um, I don't have a least favorite. I'll just say that I can't think of a bumper that I just outright dislike. Um, but for favorites, uh, I like the the baggage room one. That's probably my favorite. Um, and if you guys knows what that one is, it's like it's literally just like the bag. I think it's just called the baggage room. It's like it plays um. What's that Flying Lotus song called? Um, hold on, let me, let, me, let me quickly look it up. I have it on my phone. Hold on. Flying... Oh, Reese, uh, Massage Situation. Um, it, I don't know, Baggage Room. If you just tap it up, you'll see the image of, like, it's like a room. Like, I remember seeing I remember seeing that as a kid in, like, oh, 2007 I or whatever. I think, like, um, yeah. before... Right. <laughs> Yeah, before Boondocks. Yeah, I remember seeing that as a kid and being like, I don't kind of mesmerized. I'm like, what's behind those doors? Like, you know, what's with the the music? Yeah. I don't know. Something about it like captivated me. It was very cool. Um, oh yeah, the dawn is your enemy too. Yes, that one also. Um, I didn't really catch that one. To my, I feel like that one I never caught because I wasn't awake at those hours at that time. But um, like I like that one a lot. Uh, I also like uh, kind of their older ones. Just the uh. What's it? The uh, the original, like the pool bumpers, or I love those ones. I think they're just like they just perfectly kind of capture like kind of the late night vibes of it because it's just kind of weird. It's like you know just old people swimming. It's like kind of it's very chill, atmospheric, kind of low key. Like the pamphlet right. ones. I, I don't know. I just like all their original bumpers because they emphasize the fact that it was kind of a swimming, you know, a play on you know. You know the yeah. actual definition of adult swim when you know it's time for adults to swim only. Um, exactly. And also, there are action bumpers that they used to have. Uh, I already t- mentioned before some time ago with you guys. Uh, 
they used to have like a Saturday Saturday action block where they would play like anime and stuff like that in like 2002, 2003. Like before Toonami, it was like that's the the bump they had for anime, and it was like I don't know. I like the music and the editing and the way it's put together. It made I don't know. It made anime feel like as a kid, it made anime seem like this like edgy, cool, scary, exciting things. So I'm like, whoa! It's like yeah. there's violence and there's like jazzy hip hop sort of. Electronic. I don't know. It's like a mixture mom, of genres. Mom, I don't know if cool. I should be watching it. <laughs> it made. I don't know. It made, it, made, it, made, it made anime seem cooler than it actually is. But you know, um, <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. But I mean, I'm not kidding. But it's that's not an insult. Um, okay, yeah, I think yeah. that's it for bumpers. All right, cool. We'll move on. <laughs> Uh, what's oh that? yeah, and oh, yeah, honorable mention to Boondocks for favorites and see Lab Twenty Twenty One. Yeah, Black Dynamite gets should get an honorable mention as well. Oh yeah, dude. I still need to watch the the original movie. I heard it's very good. All right. That's Foundation Max. We'll, we'll move on to the next one. Where is what shows define Adult Swim as a whole? Uh, so last one was Alex. Uh, what's your thoughts? On what 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 would define Adult Swim? What, um, makes, what makes him Adult Swim? What defines Adult Swim as a show? Um, as, I mean, as a, as a whole. As a whole. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't have dyslexia, but I misread whole as show. Um, as a whole. Uh, I could just, I mean, I could just say what I was just saying. Like, I feel like Aqua Teen would be, like, a safe answer. Because, again, it just kind of embodies those kind of stoner... I mean, just if you describe the show to someone, it sounds like a stoner show. It's like a show about like talking food who just hang out. <laughs> it's like in New like, Jersey, it's, and it's where, like yeah. It's a show where if you pitch it anywhere else, they would tell you like, "No, get out." It's like SpongeBob, but like emphasizing the stoner aspects of it. Yeah, it does have know. kind of like a SpongeBob energy to it. Now that I think about it, stuff explodes all the time. Yeah, oh, yeah. I forgot to mention that, like the exploding. Exploding things and the oh yeah the side characters okay but I feel like that just because like it embodies again the whole like donor weird surrealness and like all of their original programming back when it came out Adultsum came out in twenty years ago all were kind of these like low budget um like super cheap like uh like it was less <laughs> about the animation and more about like the the, the dialogue like. Which, you know, is kind of a problem with some people. Like, I know some people have, like, an issue. Like, you know, animation's supposed to be about the animation, not about the, uh, you know, it's narrative, it's story-driven, dialogue-driven, character-driven, whatever it's called. Um, it's, like, and, a dialogue-driven. Yeah, yeah, where it's less about, like, the character, the, char- the animation isn't, it's more about, like, okay, uh, we don't have the budget for, um, to make funny, uh, animation-type jokes, like slapstick or whatever, so let's make the writing really funny. Uh, and I think, you know, stuff like Harvey Birdman, uh, is also, like, like, that sort of stuff, like, I think it def- defines it, like, I know we've kind of moved past that, like, we have adults and shows with definitely higher budgets, like Rick and Morty, or, you know, Boondocks later on, or Black Dynamite, or, um, uh, Xavier Renegade Angel, of course, um, but, you know, yeah, the, the budget's insane, it's like Pixar level, but, um, I don't know, I feel like that's... So, uh, uh, Aqua Teen, I feel like it defines it. And not just because it's, like, I feel like it was 
Well, I mean, early on, I feel like a C Lab was my, my maybe it was their bigger show, like really early on. And but like, I feel like Aqua Team just defines that work. I don't know. Oh. That's my answer. I think just because it it has all those traits. Um, okay. Yeah. Good answer. How about you, Alex? Too. Um, shows that like best defined. I mean, I did like I did say that like um. I, I remember mentioning that uh, something like Xavier Renegade Angel or the aforementioned Aqua Team definitely fits like Adult Swim's uh, energy as a network. Because Adult Swim from the beginning has always been about uh, experimenting and doing stuff that like no other network would want uh, does. Not because like they don't think to do it, but because they don't want to do it. They basically Adult Swim sees value in like any idea, and they'll they're willing to give any idea a shot. Right, and because yeah. of that, like, and it's because of that is like why we have stuff, why we would eventually end up getting stuff like uh, Boondocks and Black Dynamite, and to an extent like Rick and Morty, because no other network wanted Rick and Morty at the time. Which is so weird to think about now with how absurdly popular it is. Like, you think Comedy Central would have smashed that up, but right, and no, like, from what I've seen, like, no network has really been able to like capture that same kind of lightning in a bottle. That adults, because Adult Swim is still like very much one of uh, the only one of its kind that's successful. Because there isn't really any, there just isn't anything else like it on TV after all these years. Oh yeah, like for example, like with um, okay, so when yeah. you're a kid or whatever, and you're watching something, if you have Adult Swim and Nick at Night, which one are you gonna watch? <laughs> I don't know. I feel well, like I feel it's a matter of like, because Nick at Night was just, was um was meant to cater to a completely different audience. They tried yeah. to be Adult Swim for, like, a little bit with, like, Glenn Martin, Martin DDS. And, DDS. and then it yeah. just... And then they realized, you know what? We we make money off of just, like, synd- off of like syndicated shows. We don't need to waste money on this. Yeah. I feel... Because the closest thing I can think of to, like, a competitor to Adult Swim is, like, maybe Animation Domination High Def. And even that... Like, that one was their biggest competitor just by sheer volume, but it still wasn't very successful. Same amount of magic, the Adult Swim. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't for a lack of trying. They were putting out, like, so they were throwing so much stuff at the wall to see what would stick. <clears throat> Alright, anything? Well I, re- well, I mean, their shows cost, like, $5 and a nickel to make, so, <laughs> you know, it's pretty easy to just well, throw it, see what happens, you know. Well, that's like that's accurate for for twelve ounce mouse. I'm pretty sure that's. I, wasn't that why the show was green? There's like I can make this show for next to nothing. It's like okay, go, go, do it. Yeah, yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Just, just give me a chance. I'll make it myself. Man, I should have picked. If I had, if I was smart, I would have picked the twelve ounce mouse when I was like a kid. I was like, hey, I can draw and make things move. You know. <laughs> <laughs> you know that that is like the kind of mentality that Adult Swim has, though. Just like. Just walk in one day. It's just like, hey, we have a time slot available. Uh, what do we got? Uh, I mean, I got like, I accidentally left my camera on and recorded uh, this footage of like a cactus. Okay, okay, put it on. Go. All right. Uh, any, anything else to add, Alex? Too. Um, I will say. Uh, well, I guess I have something to say in revolve uh, involving Rick and Morty that would like I guess would fit into the least favorite thing. Alright, well, we'll save it for that then. Yeah. Uh, I guess I'll move on to myself. Uh, what show defines Adult Swim? I believe, uh, as far as I've seen, I believe Space Ghost Coast to Coast probably 
that one and Aqua Team are the the most defined Soul Swim. That's just cheap, um, cheaply animated characters kind of doing whatever they want to do. In in a sense, obviously like well written and yeah. Because at the moment it was just like uh at the moment it was mainly just like a passion project. Yeah. Mm. I also feel like those shows kind of show off how how much uh creative control people had. Yeah. And it it shows like, Adult Swim is probably one of those networks that give more creative freedom creators of the series. If you want to make, if you want to grab old Hanna Barbera characters and mm-hmm. put them in an office space, go right ahead. Who's gonna stop you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I will. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, you just reminded me of something. I don't know if we touched upon this. Uh, Jellystone um, feels like an adult. Oh, yeah. the, the, yeah. I feel like the existence of Jellystone wouldn't be a thing without Adult Swim. Like in terms of t- taking like old cartoons and making a play on on yeah. them, like Sea Lab and Harvey Birdman, The Brack Show, Space Ghost. You know, to some extent, I feel I feel like that. I feel like it was mostly a case of. Uh, I feel like Jellystone came about because. <laughs> Because like Warner Brothers saw that they had like with AT with the with the merger and everything, it's like okay, we have all these characters lying around. Boob was uh, not super successful, so let's like do something with it. Scoob was supposed to be the next Avengers. Come on, guys. <laughs> they got, but they got they got way too ambitious with it though. But um, but yeah, I I think that like I think it saved. I feel like Jellystone could have been like a done in part because of the uh, success of Adult Swim and, like, the enduring, like, sort of the enduring, like, cult status of a lot of Hanna-Barbera characters. Oh, my God. But, yeah. I'm going to pretend y'all didn't hear that. God. I did not hear it. I'm kind of, like, I'm kind of curious, like, how it... uh, Oh, God. Yeah. I'm kind of curious, like, what ended up, uh, what happened? Was it, like, that Warner Brothers approached C.H. Greenblatt, or if C.H. tried to pitch it, and they said, sure, do it. Uh, you know, probably the, the latter. Because I don't think Warner Brothers actually cares about their yeah, own that... properties, unless it's Batman. <laughs> yeah, or maybe they just, or maybe they just, like, said, okay, we want to make a show like this, and we don't care what kind of show it is, and they, I guess they just, like, maybe they just, like, put out a word that that was what they were looking for, and, like, C.H. just put in a pitch. Uh, you got to do doesn't matter. We'll go to the streaming service. No one's going to watch it. Watched it. We'll, we'll put it right next to the Royals. Oh. Uh, okay. I don't have anything else about for that segment, so move on to Pale. I don't I don't know. Maybe I just forgot. I don't, was I asked least favorite shows? Uh, we, we haven't gotten there yet. We're, oh, oh. We're at, we're, oh, okay, I skipped. I'm skipping a bit. What um, shows defines Adult Swim? I'm not the person to ask that question. <laughs> uh, Tuka and Birdie, got it. <laughs> yes, we'll go with that. 
I mean, in a way, it does define Adult Swim with, like, the ideas, like, because Tuca and Birdie, everyone thought that show was dead. Because streaming, streaming used to be where you would go when no other network wanted you. But when streaming doesn't want you, like, you where can you? Yeah, you just go away. So everybody thought, like, Tuca and Birdie was gone, and then Adult Swim made that announcement. God damn it. Bless you, Adult Swim, for that. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was, like, a really cool announcement. Also, uh, they also got, like, Smiling Friends coming up, which is very emblematic of, like, the kind of environment Adult Swim has, where it's just, like, let's find people who want to make stuff that are sort of off the, uh, off the beaten path or just unconventional and give them the reins to a show. On Adult Swim. Green light my show. <laughs> please. Yeah, come on, please. I need to make... Green light me as a human being. Green light me. I don't have a show to pitch, but greenlight anyway. Yeah. Yeah, be like, don't, don't, don't blow it like pan. Oh. <laughs> Oof. I said nothing. <laughs> as neat, as neat. Well, I, I have said nothing while the mics are rolling. Uh, <laughs> oh. So. But yeah, uh, pill. Anything else to add? No. 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 All right. What is happening? Well, Move on to Royal Foil. Okay. So, um, even though everybody else said, you know, Aqua Teen, Hunger Force, and, you know, what was it? Oh, yeah, Xavier. I think the one that probably defines Adult Swim, like, as a whole is probably Harvey Birdman. And yeah. the reason it's, why is because... Yeah. Oh, sorry. But, uh... No, I said... Reason, yeah. Continue on Foil. Okay, so the reason why is because, you know, at first with Adult Swim, it was basically, like, taking the old Hanna-Barbera shows and making them into something original, and Harvey Birdman kind of defined, like, the shows before, during, and afterwards, where it has, like, competent animation, where it still looks pretty decent to this day, at least, like, the first season. I mean, the rest of the other seasons are done in Flash, I think. So it doesn't really look as good, but it still looks... Decent enough for even to sit down and watch it. But, you know, it, it, the show has good dialogue. You know, you have Wait. all these great characters like Montauk and uh, the guy who's voiced by, um, why can't I think of his name right now? You know, the ha ha! Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember who it was. <laughs> For Washout? Oh, for Harvey Birdman. Yeah. Harvey uh, Dirtban. Harvey right Weinstein, man. Harvey Weinstein. Remember when Christian tried to make an ad for Harvey Birdman for a contest? He, he did? Yeah. They were like, uh, oh. they said, I, they tried to like make it about themselves, though they were like, uh, I want to thank Harvey Dirtban, attorney at law, for suing against Mary Lee Walsh, who one day shattered my heart. Okay, my dumbass, I'll figure it out. It was, fin, it was Phil Ken Seven. That's what his name was. Oh, all right. And so Stephen Colbert. So yeah, you got him. You got um. What you know, got Stephen Colbert? Hmm? I had no idea. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's probably the best role he's ever done. Damn, I had no idea. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah right. but, you know, pretty much... Oh. What? Oh. Hello? 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 Oh, my 
by far. I was going to say, like, Stephen Colbert. Yeah, that's where he got his big start from. Oh, my God. I had no idea. Damn. That's his big start? Yeah, that was, like, his first big um thing he did. Huh. I had, that's, that's, like, genuinely surprising. I had no idea. Oh, yeah, I was surprised to learn that if he... I don't know how long ago this was at this point, because like he, because I know I knew about his t- his talk show, like the Colbert Report and stuff like that, and and then I was like, like I knew the show was coming back, and then I was like, Stephen Colbert is coming back to voice the show, and I was like, like coming back? What do you mean coming back? I'm like, is he like? I'm like, oh, interesting. Yeah, it's like finding out that it's like finding out like Taylor Lautner got his start in Shark Boy and Lava Girl. <laughs> Oh, so the Colbert really? Report came out in 2005. Oh, man. But, yeah, continue on, Boyle? Oh, yeah, I mean, it's just basically that Harvey Birdman pretty much, I feel like it set the standard for everything else that came afterwards. And the one thing I do love about the show is that, you know, the whole having Hanna-Barbera characters come to Birdman for any, like, cases and stuff. Like, you don't really see that many shows really do that with, like, different characters. But, you know, you had Jellystone and, um... I mean, it's basically, like, that era. It defines those women cartoon that were during that time where you had a bunch of cartoon characters, like, crossing over each other. You don't really get that same sort of magic now. You're no longer cool, Adult Swim. <laughs> this is marketable, Adult Swim. I don't want to play with you anymore. Anything else to add, Royal? Yeah, not this time. All right, cool. Uh, one thing I'll add about that Harvey Bird, the that one Jetson joke still gets me every time. It, every year, it just gets funnier. I yeah. come from the the far distant future of 2002. <laughs> I just looked at calendar. It's like 2004. Yeah. It's good. Anyway, uh, next topic. Least favorite those show and we'll, oh, we'll yeah. start with Foil. Go ahead, Foil. Mm-hmm. Least favorite adult film show. Oh, that's easy. Your pickles. Yeah. And why? Here's why. <laughs> because of the fact there's like, there's no likable characters. Oh. Because like, you know, Tommy's too annoying to like, and then Mr. Pickles is a dickhole. Um, no, I mean, the grandpa, I guess, is alright, but, I mean, just look at Aqua Teen Hunter Force. I mean, the grandpa's alright because he's the straight man in all of this. Yeah. He's the only, like, yeah. rational person. Yeah, so he's alright, but it's like, everybody else, like, you can't really like the characters too much. Like, you got, um... Like, every character is just an insane asshole. They don't really bounce off of each other very well. They're either, like, a yeah, huge idiot or an insane asshole. They have, like, a good relationship with each other. It's just a bunch of assholes in the town just doing stuff and getting murdered by Mr. Pickles or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, even though I personally like the designs on the characters and stuff, the problem is that the animation isn't really that good. 
except for like certain parts where you know it has to be really disgusting. Yeah, it it definitely it definitely tries really really hard to be uh, offensive and edgy. Yeah, like it just seems like at this point, after all the stuff that I exposed to before, it just seems kind of boring at this point. Just watching characters just being murdered. Like sometimes you have some parts where it's kind of creative. Other times it's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, it feels like it, you get the sense that it feels like it's trying to be like moral oral esque. Yeah, like it seems like they're trying to like be clever with some of the. It's trying to be deep. Right. Same parts, but it just fails because all you're seeing is just people getting murdered and it's just... It doesn't really know, like, when to let up and let the audience breathe. It just keep. It's just kind of relentless. Yeah, like, it's obvious it's just trying to be, like, a 50s, 60s satire. Like, an Andy Griffith show type of thing. Yeah, like, golly gee whiz! Or just, like, yeah, just, or, uh, or, like, Lassie. Lookers. All right. What are we gonna do? To, we have to save the farm somehow. And yeah, it just has that kind of vibe to it. Anything else to add, foil? Um, let's see. I mean, I think that I'll be honest. The show did get a little bit better when it got to the point where it was starting to wrap up. Or Mrs. Pickles had like that voice changer or something like that. And, oh yeah, where you can actually understand what he's saying. And I don't. I mean, I don't want to spoil it, but at the same time, who wants to watch this show? Go ahead. I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter. It, yeah, but Mr. Pickles just dies, and he has like these. Like, doesn't he have like a litter of puppies or something like that? I think at the end. I, oh, he does. I've never seen it. So, I don't know. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure they have a, a birth scene that goes on for way too long and is really gross. But yeah, you know, Trickles, 10 out of 10, watch it right now. Adult Swim, pay me for promoting. Pickles. Adult Pickles, watch it first, and then everything else Adult Swim makes will seem amazing by comparison. <laughs> except for maybe 12 ounce, uh, except maybe 12 ounce mouse. That's very acquired taste. Alright. Uh, <sighs> anyway, we'll move on. So, uh, Pale, least favorite show. Uh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Who got birdie? Got it. No, 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 no. <laughs> Least favorite. Final space. Final space. Oh, no, interesting. Yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I haven't, I haven't <laughs> seen. I haven't seen Final Space. I just know oh, okay. people oh. like it. So. Yeah. Well, I'm not one of those people. Okay. So I watched. I didn't even finish the first season. I watched like maybe eight episodes. I didn't finish the first season, and then I tried to watch it again months later, and I pretty much, um, I pretty much stopped around the same time. I couldn't finish it. <laughs> I had to drop it. I was like, I was trying to give it a second chance, and I did, and I still didn't like it. And that's because Gary's just, ugh, I don't like him. He's just annoying, and he's just, he made it difficult for me to want to watch it and enjoy the show. I couldn't watch it. Uh. I feel bad, but I'm just like, I can't. I could not like him. He's in it, like, every episode, I'm like, don't like this man. Oh, oh you mean Gary Goodspeed? Yeah, him. Ugh. Gary. Like More avocado. Like I, like, I like avocado. Avocado, I like him. 
Gary? No. Okay, so what do you guys like? I like Mooncake, but I don't like Gary. Uh, oh, uh, we're still in least favorite. Tell us the least favorite is Final Space. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Also, the generic, um, I guess, like, Family Guy and stuff like Seth MacFarlane. I'm like, eh, not a goose. Mm-hmm. That's just me, though. Uh, well, that's it. Ban, ban from the, <laughs> ban, ban from everything. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got the, I got the spicy Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. Anything else to add, Pale? Um, no, that's it. It's that I heard something in the background in my room, and I was like, what the heck? <laughs> All right, I guess I'll move on to my like quick. <laughs> the, the my least favorite show, uh, as far as I've seen, the my least favorite is Valsmo. Uh, it's like yeah. I I was just recently watching it and I I still do not understand completely what's happening. And it, I don't sort of acquire taste, but I feel like it's still too boring through the whole season just to get explanations in the last two episodes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's. Very, it's very acquired taste. If you like it, you like it. If you hate it, you really hate it. <laughs> like, uh, I haven't really met anyone who's, like, in the middle. In the middle. I haven't seen it, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> and what's about a mouse? If I've seen Mr. Prickles, I probably would have that one more. <laughs> oh, yeah, you probably, you definitely are. Because, I mean, I haven't got to finish what I said because for some reason lights went out. Like, they like... <laughs> Oh, it you went on for three seconds. Oh, you did? Uh, okay. Uh, uh, finish finish what you want to say. I, I didn't know you were okay, right so, now. All right, but um, right quick, basically what happened was that, you know, Mr. Pickles finally died, but then there's, like, these litter of puppies that were coming up, and I forgot what happened afterwards, but it's just that Mr. Pickles had... <laughs> it's kind of weird to explain out of context, because it's Mr. Pickles, but... The grandpa got into like the one of the dudes dogs or something like that, and then Mr. Pickles got him pregnant because okay, it's kind of weird to explain because oh, <laughs> the grandpa is inside the female dog's body and Mr. Pickles has sex with. Oh my god! Was they do like a, a weird ritual to like body swap or something? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was like um, they swap bodies where they thought that the real Mr. Pickles was shot when really it was, you know, he switched bodies. So the guy who had the female dog is actually Mr. Pickles now. All right. <clears throat> you know, play the uh, play like the uh, the lore sounds like, you didn't have to cut me up! <laughs> uh, just, yeah, that's pretty much it. You still understand oh, wow. Mr. Pickles. You have to have a high IQ, don't you see? <laughs> that dead brain, like your brain cells are just gone. And this, just and this was the finale. Yeah, until like the spinoff came out. There's a spin-off? it was a spinoff. Yeah, what? you never seen <laughs> Omnibus Sheriff. No, I think I heard about. I it. never even heard of that. Yeah, like right after that finale, that's when that came out, and people were just so pissed off because they're like, "Oh man, they cancel." Venture Brothers, but they bring Mr. Pickles back as a spinoff. Huh. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I, I I was done with, with uh, what I was going to say. 
So we'll move yep. on to Alex too. Um, least favorite show would probably uh, would probably be Mr. Pickles. Uh, just from what I've seen, it just doesn't seem like a particular. It doesn't seem like a very pleasant show. Uh, as far okay, this one's this is going to be a little bit spicy. Um, so. And I know I'm, I feel like my opinion is going to change over time. I haven't seen enough of it, but so far, uh, from what I, I've only seen a few episodes, uh, I'm not too. Uh, I'm a little bit. Uh, I feel like Adventure Brothers might be a bit overhyped from what I've seen so far. Mm. Oh, I see. I see. I know uh, that. Gotta kick you. Gotta kick you out. Out of the internet. No! <laughs> Out of the whole internet. I mean, I can understand because there's just some shows that just really makes you <laughs> not over watching them because of how overhyped they are. Because, like, hell of a boss. Like, everybody tries to tell me to watch the show, but I just don't want to watch it. I mean, I, I would say for, like, an internet sh- for an internet cartoon, hell of a boss is good. It's like, I'd say it's it's the kind of thing, it's, like, on par with, like, the average adult swim show. It's good. Uh, I mainly watch for the for the uh, for the plot, quote unquote. Or, and Listen, I watch. I'll, I'll 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 I'm gonna state my claim right now. I watch Hell of a Boss for the plot. <clears throat> there we go. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely for a plot. But continue on with uh, oh Venture Bros. Yeah, Venture Bros. Uh, it seems very. I don't know. Part it just seems a little bit. Uh, lacking it seems like it lacks direction a little bit with like what it wants to do and it feels a little bit um disorganized i think would be a good way to describe it at least at the moment and uh but i have heard that it gets better so i'm gonna try and stick with it all right because definitely it has like the feeling of like this was this was definitely made early on in the in the uh, adult swim era because it doesn't even say like adult swim it says cartoon network presents in the titles yeah, like the cartoon that were so like it was like really early on, and you can tell that it was early on because it it does look really cheap. It gets which kind of which is kind of fitting because of like the the whole Hanna Barbera style. It gets better later on. Oh yeah, I'm I'm sure it does. Like there's I've seen like bits and pieces of it out of context that look like that are animated really well and have like these really good character moments. Like that one clip of like the Red Skull villain with the guy tied to train tracks. Oh, that's in the last season. Uh, yeah, pretty, I'm pretty sure that's the last season. But it was oh, a yeah. really cool, like it was a really cool character and like a really cool exchange. And if that's what, if if stuff like that is what I have to look forward to, I'm I'm excited to see where where it goes. Yeah, Venture Brothers has really good villains and stuff. Yeah, don't like the uh, and don't the. Hanna Barbera like Johnny Quest characters become a part of it at some point. Uh, not the actual ones, but they do have parody versions in Venture Bros. Oh, and, okay. And Race Bannon also dies. Like his colon gives out and he dies. <laughs> like Johnny, Sweet. like Johnny Quest does appear in the series, but it's not Johnny Quest. It's a uh, like a parody. Oh, I forgot his name. It's a like Quest Boy or something. <laughs> Johnny but, Test. Johnny Test. Anyway, let's talk about Johnny Test for like an hour. <laughs> oh god. Uh, one thing I have to say about like least favorite shows and stuff is that uh, a lot of people dog on Rick and Morty, but I, I still at least think the show is entertaining. And another big thing that like most people I think should keep in mind before like um, 
before hating on Rick and Morty. Like, yeah, you can like say it's not as good as it used to be or something like that. But if you, but anyone who says like they should cancel Rick and Morty and bring back something else, that is not a good idea. Like Rick and Morty is undeniably it's a it is a net positive for Adult Swim because it's continued to bring in money and it's continued to be successful. And because of the success of Rick and Morty, we're able to have uh, Adult Swim have the capital to take risks and do more experimental things like bringing back Tuca and Birdie and making theatrical movies for Aqua Teen and Venture Bros. So, like, you know, it's not, like, the greatest thing that Adult Swim has ever done, and it has sort of declined in its quality a little bit, but because of its continued success, it's given Adult Swim the wiggle room to really experiment and try new stuff that they couldn't do on a, on tighter budgets. You do have a point. Like losing Family Guy. Yeah. Yeah. Can't believe Jim said that's a good thing. I, I can't believe I love Jim. <laughs> he would betray me like this. Like, yeah, that's another thing. Like uh, Adult Swim, like having syndicated shows like that is a money maker. Like you're gonna have people who tune in just for the background noise. How yeah. so many shows have just been saved by Adult Swim airing reruns? We'll move on. On to Alex and uh, your least favorite show. Um, my least favorite Adult Swim show, uh, Boondocks, Black Dynamite, Rick and Morty, uh, Squid Billy, Super, I'm kidding. <laughs> I said the name of a bunch of popular shows. Squid Billy. <laughs> uh, actually, I don't, I don't think I have a least favorite, cur- I mean, it's been a while, I probably, and I probably should have done my homework, but this has been a very weird time in my life, uh, you know, IRL, so it's, like, kind of weird to do that stuff, but, um, I don't know, I mean, I've, I remember the stop motion when I kind of expressed I'm not the biggest fan of Robot Chicken in terms of, like... Yeah. Like, it, it can be funny sometimes, but, like, yeah. it gets... Sometimes it's, like, it's nihilism and cynicism can be, like, like way too much for me. Like, if I'm not in the mood, this is just, like, a depressing, kind of annoying show to watch. I'm like, like, oh, oh my gosh, I get it. Yeah. You know, everyone's terrible and, you know, everyone's violent, you know. Well, what if, uh, what if a G.I. Joe, a guy gets shot, but there's blood and he screams in agony? Oh, that doesn't happen in the cartoon. That's weird. <laughs> that's so, that, that's all so random, epic. But <laughs> there's been, there's been a lot of episodes or shorts, I guess, segments that I've liked. Um, but. I don't know. I don't think that's like my least favorite because I have I did like it at some point, you know, even though I got kind of tired of it at some point. There's some um, good robot chicken bits. I think I like the, and I, uh, the bop- I, and I, and I want huh? I like the the uh, the boppet one where a kid just gets a boppet and it's just like extend it. It just turns into a sniper rifle. It's like read it. Your target is Senator John Miller. Burn it. Wait, Alex, you you're Oh, saying but something? um yeah, um, and I haven't seen Mr. I actually have not seen Mr. Pickles, so like I don't want to just be like, oh, that one, because like I'm I'm aware of what it's like, but I haven't personally sat down to experience. Like I've only seen clips and bits of it, but I've never sat down to watch yeah, an episode same. to think that. So um, watch right I now. To, I used to, I mean, I don't know. I guess Squidbillies. I used to like. I used to hate that show when I was young because I thought it was just like funny like redneck crap because yeah. i was like really adamant about not liking stuff like that i was like this is like doug dynasty but for in cartoon form or something <laughs> you know uh i mean i'm pretty sure i'd like it now but i don't know oh there you do. i don't know i don't know doug dynasty 
I mean, it's still, yeah, it's kind of like the, yeah. uh, you know, like I said before, it's basically just a redneck Aquatine Hunger Force. Or like Rusty, it was wide and um, early is pretty much just Master Shake. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, right. At the same time, though, it's like there are shows on Adult Swim that I dislike, but a lot of the time it's it's hard to get mad at a show that's made for so cheap and doesn't really take up that many resources. At least to some extent. Like, Mr. Pickles looks a lot more expensive than the typical Adult Swim show. Continue on, Alex and Menace. Yeah, um... Yeah, so I don't think I have a definitive answer, unless, again, if you want to take, like, my perspective of being a kid who didn't like a lot of stuff, I could say Squidbillies or, like, Super Jail, because I used to not like Super Jail when I was younger, because I was like... Like, this show is way too edgy and violent for me. But, again, I don't care about that stuff these days. So, like, I don't know. I don't think I, ha- I, don't think I have a least favorite. I used to... I, I used to... Okay, okay. this this segment is just what did, what did Alex hate when he was a kid? Um, <laughs> so, Super Jail, Squidbillies, um, <laughs> Tim and Eric, the Tim and Eric show, whatever it was called. Um, oh, Tim and Eric, uh, awesome show, great job. We're, we're, focus- <laughs> we're focusing on cartoons only. Leave that oh, one for the okay. next one. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I didn't. Okay, um, yeah, I think yeah, I, I don't know. I think those shows, but I I don't have a I don't actually have an answer right now. That's okay. Okay, you're gonna talk about Robot Chicken again anyway. <laughs> yeah, talk about how it I love to hate things, man. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. So the next segment, <clears throat> we're just like a handful of shows we gotta talk about. Uh, I don't want to take a lot of time, so we'll like speak through. We'll speak through it. Her thoughts on each. One. Yeah. Uh, and so, well, Alex, your your thoughts on Robot Chicken? So, I'm being jumped by some dogs. Hold on. <laughs> All right, we'll move on to the next Alex. Alex, two, you're, you're. No, no, I'm back. I'm oh, back. you're back. Uh, stop. Okay, back to Alex I one think. then. <laughs> they're coming back. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, okay, sorry. So what's the? I can just let the other Alex okay. go. All right, Alex two, go ahead. Uh, robot, robot chicken is basically Family Guy fully realized because instead of trying to staple a story to a bunch of cutaways, Robot Chicken just does cutaways. Cutaways, but it's Fam- Family Guy to its purest form. Exactly. And in that, and in that respect, I at least respect it to the sense where it does it cuts out the bullshit. Is like, look, we just want to do cutaway gags, and he, so here they are. Also, it's uh because it's a lot more condensed. It, it's a lot more tolerable, I would say. That's a fair point. All right, Alex Menace, are you like not? Are you yeah, still yeah, no, I'm good. No, 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 I'm good right now. They're, right. they're playing with each other now. <laughs> Go ahead. Awesome, robot. Um, we're talking about robot chicken. Yep. Um, I think I already said my thoughts. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think I can add anything else. Um, I think the concept is the concept of like making a somehow making a stop motion weekly show. Um, is like really cool. Like, I mean, I appreciate it for being stop motion. Like we've we've talked about it. Like, there's something kind of cool about that. Um, I don't know what the budget for that show was, but I feel like, at least compared to earlier Adult Swim shows, that's, like, the first one that I'm, like, I feel like they put a little bit more money into this one. But also because Seth Green had money, so, you know, it probably was, you know, easier to get, like, funding and stuff like that. But, um, 
the yeah, I don't know. I think I've already, I think I've talked. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, oh, you were you were gonna say something? I'll do it on my thingy. All right, cool. Uh, I, was, I was thinking I think I'm done. I don't I don't have much more. I've said enough about the show. I'll move on to myself. Uh, I'll try to keep it quick. Is I still like Robo Chicken a lot, like, even if it's uh, overdone, but I still enjoy it. The uh, what was uh, I remember that it's one of those early Adult Swim shows I watched as a kid. I remember uh, going to sleep like early and then waking up at like one in the morning just to watch it. <laughs> uh, and then uh, one last thing I'll say about Robo Chicken is that is where I get most of my 80s pop culture references knowledge from. Oh. Yeah, I, I can see that. <laughs> Same. I could totally see that. I think One. where I got, I think Family, uh, it's it's fitting because I think I got a majority of my '80s stuff from a uh, Family Guy. Family Guy, Family Guy, and Robot Chicken. Holy crap! Uh, but yeah, holy crap! Yeah, bean it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That's all I got, so I'll just move on to Pale. Oh my god, I'm in Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> this is this worse is than so the time. Freaking epic. This is worse than the time that I went back to the future. Oh my god. Um, basically, what uh, Alex was saying, um, with the budget is like I think it's also because like um they they used actual like action figures since they were like parodying like cartoons and stuff, so they could just like. Yeah. Either like take it apart and you could give it limbs, or just like put little um like clay eyelids over their eyes to like make their eyes blink and stuff. Yeah. So there was that in consideration as well. They in that regard, it is kind of charming. To, yeah, I think it's neat. Um, but Robo Chicken. Uh, I know pretty much like with Tuner, I'm like, I it, it was one of my favorites as a kid. Um, but I have a weird kind of love hate relationship with it. Um, maybe just I don't know because of when, maybe the the jokes aren't as funny to me anymore or something. Um, but I I do still like it. It's just kind of like some of it's kind of eh, but yeah, it's it's weird. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. it. That's it. On to royal foil. It's awesome, robot <sighs> chicken. Oh boy, it's freaking sweet. But uh, let's see here. <laughs> so about robot chicken. This is also one of those shows that I've seen when I was really, really young. That was because my old man, he's an 80s kid and loves He-Man and all that stuff. So sometimes you yeah. let me watch Robot Chicken. Yeah. But, you know, aside from that, just that it's, I mean, it's one of those shows that still does hold up to an extent because it still has that weird $2 like, oh, random is funny. Or sometimes it hits, and most of the time it just doesn't really hit at all. You know, even now, like, it just seems like it's, it's still staying strong because, you know, the animators are definitely having fun. The voice yeah. actors, like Seth Green, seem like they're still having fun. It's like the Drake and Josh sketch, like, even, <laughs> even with the controversy around it. <laughs> It still is pretty funny, especially since yeah. they got the actual Dragon Josh to play. I mean, it's still, it's still, oh, yeah, and the it's, timing and it's, of that's pretty terrible. <laughs> not only yeah. that, it's a parody of a movie from the '90s, so like it feels like a bit that would have been done in like 2004. 
like it feels like it can actually sort of be part of the show where Josh takes Drake's personality or something like that. I just I just find it hard. It's just it feels really weird knowing like oh yeah this that skit came out this year like really you're not you're sure it wasn't in the early two thousands when this <laughs> skit came out. I mean like I mean I heard like um one of Rebel Taxi's um know his stream or whatever just talking about how early time the sketch was and he said like you know animation I mean it's a, a really time. long sketch yeah. so they really had to put it in it's like I mean, you know it kind, of this... kind of makes it funnier in hindsight in uh in hindsight yeah but they put all this effort into the sketch and then you know and they can't show it because of the timing that's what sucks about trying to make something topical yeah, like with South Park, you know, it kind of... I'm hoping, like, Kim Jong-un doesn't die before I finish that North Korea video. Otherwise, I don't think I could release it. Oh. <laughs> I just just finish it for tomorrow. I guess, if I, if I can, uh, if I can do that. I need that, I need that MP4 on my desk by tomorrow. <laughs> and I need, I need him on my desk by yesterday! <laughs> and get me pictures of Spider-Man! Yeah, um, probably gonna post some of my favorite sketches in one of these um channels. Yeah. I, I can do the same. There's the classic uh, Palpatine on uh, an escalator. <laughs> He's going upstairs. Oh, yeah, See you later. It was the Bob Barker one with Snoop Dogg. <laughs> we just run around just neutering dogs and you know just pets. <laughs> All right. That's I haven't seen that skit before, but it sounds like such a robot chicken thing that I'm visualizing it clearly. And the guy who does Bob Barker's voice is spot on. Like, he really oh, does same. sound exactly like Bob Barker. And it was the actual Snoop Dogg who played, too. Yeah, you know what? If you're gonna If you're going to have Snoop be a part of it, you might as well, like, see if Snoop is available. It seems like something he'd do. If you want to get his cut off. Yeah, he promoted, he promoted Spyro. I think because he's a fan actually of the game, but it was it was a really funny bit. There's like, "Hey, it's my boy Spyro. Do that fire again." <laughs> <laughs> they just like Life. dressed up a drone to look like him. That's blunt for me. <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, anyway, next show, Aquatine Hunger Force of uh, Royal Foil. You can go first. But I'm pretty sure you reset most of your yeah. your thoughts on that. Any, anything else to add? Probably, let me just think. Um, even though there's like some of those weak episodes, like I can even enjoy um, Fire Legs, you know, the episode where Frylock saw that um, cable chick or whoever it was really dick. Oh, and, you're um, talking about the one where uh, he like kidnaps her or something? I was like the one where you know he went to the restaurant, killed her boyfriend. And yeah, then, that that one was so it was like really out of character. It was like really dark, even for Frylock. I mean, when I was Frylock, because he's not really that terrible of a character. Like sometimes he'll like be the voice of reason, and then in one episode he'll just go full speed loco. It's like the hundred episode. We had a hundred episodes too. Like he just started yeah. going crazy, wrote a hundred all over the place. Now, I don't blame him because, like, I would go crazy too if I had to deal with Master Shake and freaking Meatwad all day. 
Yeah, I guess so. That's a good point. But, you know, that's pretty much all I can really think of right now. All right, cool. On to Pale. Um, I have nothing to say about the show except promote <laughs> my 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 stupid little fan art of someone I did of an oh, artist. Yeah. That's it. Oh, that's I, all I got. I gotta remind myself to put that put that in the video. <laughs> yes, let me send it here in, just in case. And also, Zodi drew a pale uh, meat wad. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that. Hold on. Close. All right. Uh, I guess I just move on. Uh, oh shit, wrong chat. Ah! That is fine, you can leave it there. Uh, so, so, so I, I don't really have much to say about Aqua Team Hunger Force either. Uh, I'll give it this though. It's impressive how they make uh, a lovable asshole of of Master Shake. Even though he's like the probably one of the worst people ever. Uh, I don't like. I still, I still enjoy, I still enjoy him. He he has all of like he has all the best ways of saying the worst possible thing. Yep. Oh, this his voice this is so beautiful because it's like he can say anything. He just make me laugh or just make me. I don't know. I like. Uh, um, I guess Ezekiel is sort of the the big one that a lot of oh, people yeah. like to reference. Daddy. Next Go door. Okay. Uh, move on to Alex too. Um, I mean, I feel like there isn't too much more I can say. I guess, uh, I guess I could mention my favorite episode. I'd say my favorite episode from what I've seen of the show is probably G-Wiz. Oh, yeah, it was because of all the censorship and all that. The censorship was funny, but also just, like, uh, the fact that the name that they landed on was just, uh, was G-Wiz. G-Willikers. <laughs> Instead of like, I think it was like instead of uh, God or Jesus, they call him G Wiz. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, next one's muted. Um, what? No, I'm 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 back for the count. Okay, cool. Like, thoughts okay. thoughts on Aqua Hunger for you. I think I've already said my thoughts, but um, you guys were saying favorite episodes. Uh, I don't know if this is my favorite episode, but it's it's. It's a it's an old favorite, so I mean I don't you know uh, I always really like the first uh, MCP pants episode, um, <laughs> just because I just because like obviously because it's a play on the whole like you know oh um, you know this evil music has subliminal messages in it and it'll influence your kids to do bad things wow. and stuff like that. Except this time it's you know it's I don't know I just like the song and also just uh, Are you uh, let me see. Meatwad was like getting food or something like that. Getting food? He's just like, like I want candy, bubble gum, and something taffy. It's no sweetheart, Sandy. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, daddy. Yeah. Uh, candy. I want to knock boots. I can't remember. I got a sugar tooth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I'm trying to remember from from memory. Um, yeah, and then it's like like you meet at six one two Wharf Avenue, right next to Gentlemen's Club. And then uh, Carl, Carl decides to go with Meatwad for some reason. He's like, hey, I know that place. It's right next to Bahama Mamas or something. It's like the, the Gentleman's Club or something. <laughs> oh, uh, I like uh, I like the... The, um... the oh, ending is funny. I was like, I don't oh, yeah. the resolution where they're like, 
They're like, oh, he's just misunderstood. It's okay. We'll we'll readjust him back into the society. Meanwhile, it's like, okay, cool. And they like, set him up for like a job interview. And then once he gets into the job, <laughs> like Frylock just blows up the building or something to kill him and send him to hell. <laughs> and then and then meanwhile, like I still don't get why we had to do like we couldn't just let him live. <laughs> and Frylock one was like, thing... meanwhile, he was like deranged giant talking spider. Like there was no hope for him in this, um, getting established in society. Like <laughs> his only way out was death or something. <laughs> Oh, oh yeah, no. that one, the one... Because they just uh, blow him up, and then he just goes to hell. <laughs> oh, the one episode with, like, the Halloween episode with the monster, and he's, like, this really nice guy until the very end when he rips Carl open. Yeah. I, I don't like, know. There's a lot of good episodes, but... Yeah. yeah. It, they're, like, really, uh... I like the, um... What was it? The, the, the chief priestess who tries to, like, bring Shake back from the dead. He's like, chicken and rice. <laughs> All right. Cool. Uh, we'll I think move that's on. my part. Yeah. Um, also, I will say um, before we move on about the other topics, because uh, I actually have plans for today later in a couple hours to go someplace. So I will say uh, I have not seen Tukum Birdie or Venture Brothers, unfortunately. Yeah. So I will. I will be. Ab- I'm going to go take a shower. So hopefully, yeah. I'll be back by the time we get to Space Coast because I haven't yeah. seen those two shows, so I can't say anything. Okay. okay. All right. All right. I'll be back. Okay. All right. Uh, move on to so Any word? Any thoughts on Tugumberti, Alex? Too. Um, I I really love it. I think it's very. It's able to like I did mention. I mentioned earlier. I think it's it. Ba- it's able to bounce between like serious subject matter and just like really silly comedy with like oh with just so much grace and it never. They somehow manage to do it in a way that never feels like jarring or reductive. Yeah. It always feels natural, and Speckle is uh, is a precious bean. Speckle yes. is best boy. Let's protect best he is. Boy. I love him. I swear, they Birdie will become my my worst, but uh, my my hate most hated character if she ever does anything for to Speckle. Aww. <laughs> I mean, I don't think. I think. Uh, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm hoping she doesn't pull a. Uh, she doesn't pull a, an aggressive Retzko. Yeah, <laughs> I would cry. All right, Haida yeah. is an idiot. Haida isn't it? Oh, but he's my idiot. Haida <laughs> has a perfectly good dog. And, yeah, she was. She's, yeah, she's and was like was perp. It was like because and also Retzko like turned him down in a like a previous season. He knew that she didn't want him. And he still fought. Still, I, I gotta give him props though. Still, I get props. Like the season just ends with him nice guying her, and it somehow works. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Any, anything else, Alex? Um. For Aquatine, can't really uh, took a birdie. Oh, took and birdie. Um, I I do like how just like uh, I like how just a forefront. Yeah, I like how openly just like casually. Uh, I do like the casual gayness. That's nice. Um, and it's also just very creative visually in terms of like uh, it'll just like swap animation styles or just have these like really interesting character designs. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Hold on to me. Uh, 
like what I was gonna say about like the creative creative uh, <laughs> artistic designs. Like I do yeah. like uh especially in season two, I feel like they they double up on yeah. the more creative visuals on it. Yeah. And when more wackier design. <clears throat> oh yeah. Uh, totally. I I I think it, it benefits so um, I'll give it praise to the one scene on the second season, second to last episode, where there's a inner dance sequence about Tuka's yeah. thoughts in her current relationship. I I think it's one of one of the best uh, it, uh animated minute that series. <clears throat> oh yeah, was it in was it in season two? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that is, um, uh, I, I don't have anything bad for the two gun birdies. I just want to fail. Um, I already praised it. It's great. It's good. It's it's it's. it's... Worst show on I, Netflix. Worst no! show. On... <laughs> Netflix. Now that I know what y'all just lost. Netflix didn't thing. deserve it. No. Um, it's great. I I love it. Um, Birdie's like my comfort character. <laughs> I was like, she, I relate to her. I'm like, dang, anxiety, buddy. Yeah. One um, one gripe that I have with the uh, with Tuka and this is a this is like a real nitpick. I don't. Yeah. I was never a fan of like how in Bojack Horseman and uh, in Tuka and Birdie they don't have tails. That always kind oh, of yeah. like. But that's just a nitpick. Everything else about it is just so good. Alright. Uh anything else to add, Pale? No, I that's it. it oh just want to he comes back. <clears throat> uh Venture Bros. Oh, oh he's back. Foil. Thoughts Thoughts on Turk and uh Birdie. I never watched the show before, so I can't really say much about it. Uh okay. Brock Samson is cool. Uh, you can you can probably move on to pill right now. All right. Uh, no. Okay. Uh, I guess we'll move on to the next topic. Venture Bros. Any, any thoughts on those? Pale. Um, I haven't seen Venture Brothers. Um, I know there's like a cute, a cute chick that has a deep voice, right? That's yeah. your girlfriend. Yeah. Yes. The, I, the I like her. Of, uh, the lover of uh, the monarch. Yes. And I think he's cool too. But I haven't seen it. So I don't have anything to really say. Um, I guess I like the art style. I, I don't know. Yeah. And I, I haven't really seen enough, I feel, to like speak of the show as a whole. Yeah. Alright. I guess I'll move on. Uh, I really like Venture Bros. It, it does get better every season that it goes. I the the fix I have is it they take forever and yeah. fine because that they're just making it best possible way, uh, best possible series they can at the moment. But man, it, they take like 
long hiatus. Right. Uh, another uh one thing coming up is I kind of hate the fact that Banger just gets. Yeah. You should have brought in. Well, I guess they're go- they're gonna make. I guess HBO Max. Warner Brothers. Fortnite. Eighteen. Uh, we got the movie. It's gonna make a movie. So they might close up those uh, loose ends yeah. again. Yeah. But Matt, it 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 just needed one more. I feel yeah. like I feel like it needed just a one one more season. Uh, but yeah, that's all my thoughts on it. Or just, or just one more movie. How many seasons has Benjamin Brothers had? Six seasons. Uh, I think it's seven. Oh, six or seven. I was gonna say, I was gonna say six seasons in a movie. <laughs> I don't remember. Yeah, seven seasons. Nice. I hope it can have a proper ending. Yeah, I feel like uh, I feel like the creators are going into this like knowing having a direction they want to go in. Wait, they take so much time that every single thread uh to work together during the season. Can't wait till twenty twenty eight when it comes out. <laughs> ah, that's what I got. Uh, Alex too. Bad friendship bros. Uh, nah, I don't really think I can comment on it as a whole. I haven't really seen enough of it. But, uh, it does show promise from what I've seen. Alright. Uh, I know Alex and Matt probably want I'm gonna save that back. Um, on to Boondocks. Alex too? Um, I haven't, I've only seen, like, bits and pieces of it, but from what I've seen, it seems like a very, uh, it seems like a, it's definitely one of Adult Swim's more ambitious shows, not only in terms of, like, you know, the, the scale of it, in terms of production, but also just the commentary behind it. Oh, sorry. Uh, anything else bad, Alex? Um... Nothing uh nothing else that I can think of in particular. Alright. I'm trying to think like I do like um What oh what was it? There was like one bit from the show that I re- from uh, the Boondocks that I really liked, but I can't remember what it was called. What was it about? Oh, um the uh what was where uh, the episode with uh where he gets possessed. Uh oh uh when Hongus gets possessed. Yeah. Read! 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 Watch closely. You're about to experience. Yeah. I brought stuff that will scare the black man. A job application. <laughs> it's, it's very, uh. It's. I do like the one where it's like the moments about the player says like watch where you're walking he goes like and he says like what are you talking wait a second I'm white (laughs) and he just walks away Uh 
Uh, okay. Yeah, I'll just move on to. Pretty like, I. It's been a while since I. Saw the dogs, but as far as I see, I know I I did enjoy it. I don't remember about it. Yeah. Uh, uh, one thing I admire of it, how them. The the racist, likable. Uncle Ruckus. Oh yeah. Even though he says the worst of the worst things ever, I, I yeah, it's weird. They go out of their way to make some of the most like some horrible so people. Charming. Yeah, it's it's so weird. <laughs> like it's like how it's like wait, do I like him because I'm racist? <laughs> oh no. What have you done to me? No. But that's all I had to say about it. I'll move on to Pale. Um, I haven't seen every episode, but I've seen a good chunk. Um, I like it. Um, uh, like I like the episode with the what is it called, the Itis? Itis. Yeah. Or like, it was episode where it was like the Lupta Burger. Ooh, yeah. Whatever. It was like, yeah. like three um, what like three burgers, a bunch of bacon stuck. Between like donut or two donuts. Between <laughs> donut. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, that oh, sounds I good though. I like uh, I like where it's like uh, granddad. What do we have to eat? Rent. <laughs> he's like, but I'm, he's like, but I'm hungry. Then have sleep for dinner. Like there's like the Santa episode where he's like, dear Santa, you. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 I love that clip. Yes. Wait, I kind of like the the shenanigans these kids get into. Kind of funny. Yeah. Like side characters, but with like the one character acting as like sort of the straight man. Yeah, I like him. Um, there's an episode where like they meet this crazy kid who who's like, "You got cigarettes." <laughs> like, oh yeah, it was like that. A Halloween parody. Yeah, it was wasn't there. Funny. Wasn't there an episode of the Boondocks that they weren't allowed to air again? There's uh, plenty of those episodes. Uh, I'm not sure. I know. I heard because I remember hearing about Tyler Perry getting upset uh, mm. when they made fun of him. I oh, I don't know. know. There's there's probably oh, I know what episodes. It was like the episode where it was like making fun of BET, like the Uncle Ruckus uh, re- reality show. Ooh. Oh, oh so, yeah, yeah. But, oh no, I remember that. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Didn't, didn't, got, didn't, like, a lot of people get mad at the final episode? Oh, we don't speak of season four. Uh, <laughs> do that now. <laughs> Oops. Uh, uh, Boondocks has a, a bunch of great moments. Yeah. They, oh, That's all I can think. <laughs> he's coming over for dinner. Bring, bring the cheese. White people love cheese. <laughs> it is true. I can confirm. Jesus God. We love cheese so much. We eat cheese that's rotten. Oh. Fine cheese. I mean, I don't, but for some reason, a lot of white people do, and I don't really get why. Seasoned. Experience. <laughs> experience cheese. Yes. 
like some white guy in just some white guy in France was like wait was just too lazy to get up and go get some more cheese from uh from wherever so he just like let it so he just like ah this is fine then he ate it. This fine. We eat way worse stuff in France. There's actually a special cheese that they make in Italy that's so rotten that it has like maggots in it. It oh I've heard of that. Oh I know but the maggots is, is to to like eat out the best the best stuff in the. Cheese. Oh, or no, I, I think it's just flavor. No, like they leave it. Basically, the maggots are just like a part. Of, I think it was like the maggots eat the cheese, and mm. their shit adds flavor to it. it adds, oh, yummy! Yeah. And like they're actually, you can only get that cheese by like specially ordering it. You're not allowed to like sell it in Italy, which is good. I'll make my own. Uh, people shouldn't just make... life hack. Some people should just not make. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Move on. We'll move on to uh, foil. That's on the Boondocks. Yeah, I freaking love the Boondocks because you know it has a lot of. I mean, like um, Alex too. I think said it's pretty ambition fishes, especially for Adult Swim show. And you know, yeah, about uh, you know, the animation is still pretty good even to this day. Even though season one kind of felt like a Saturday morning cartoon kind of look to it, definitely did improve right. later on. No, um, yeah. see, like my favorite episodes that I can think of, like right on top of my head. Let me see. Every episode a, in season four. Hmm? Every episode in season. Oh no! I mean, there's at least a couple of season four episodes that I kind of liked, like the I Dream of Siri. It was basically just grand granddad got an iPhone and then she started going crazy. Yeah. And um, also, one thing I have to say: the reason why I was acting like I didn't remember the the clip I was talking about was because I realized, oh wait, one of my favorite Boondocks bits is the N word moment bit. Oh yeah, with um, let's see. I mean, I know Snake like, Meter did one, but the original one you're talking about, right? Yeah. yeah. I was just like, my favorite one is the, um, I can't remember. <laughs> I'm, like, how do I, I'm like, how do I say it? How do I say it? <clears throat> it's the N-word moment. <laughs> I mean, you can say, like, the one where, you know, one of them steps on white shoes or whatever. White yeah. sneakers. He says, I'm, wait a minute, I'm white. And then he walks away. <laughs> hey, what are you walking away for? <laughs> oh, that's pretty funny. Don't worry, Alex. Got the, got the, it's got some. I, I mean, from what I've heard, I haven't really seen enough to say for myself, but I've heard the show is, has some really good social commentary. It really does. Like the episode about R. Kelly. That was like oh, from season one. Oh, no. That is still relevant oh, even to this day. That is definitely I'm still relevant. I'm my life. Because it's basically like. so weird. Hmm? That interview with R. Kelly is so weird. That was, <laughs> oh, the, the fighting for my life one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but like basically in that episode, you know, it was talking about how he urinated on an underage girl and all that. And he played his music and everybody just started dancing and just forgot about what happened. And they didn't really care. Uh, that's uh, That's like Twitter every week. Kind of like, you know, with Bill Cosby somewhat, you know? Yeah, he... I, I still don't know how he managed to get off. 
I mean, I think it's safe to say that pretty much everybody agreed that he did it. <laughs> like, I know they often contest that with people saying, like, nah, they're innocent, even though there's, like, a ton of evidence. Pretty much, I'm pretty sure everybody was in agreement, like, yeah, he did it. I was like, it's so surprising that they got away with some of this stuff for so long, even though the evidence is right there. I mean, he was found guilty. I think he only got off because of a loophole. I mean, and then, like, every, any episode that has, like, Tom being the main focus, like, <laughs> the episode where um, <laughs> he was arrested for being suspect, like, uh, um, let me see, what was it? It was a black guy that looked nothing like him at all. <laughs> oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Or uh, Tom going to jail. <laughs> it's irrational fear of getting, uh, uh, mainly raped. Yeah. I would be scared too. <laughs> I like. Uh, I do like the uh, the animation on him in the uh, the one where, the episode where he's possessed. He just like walks up to the stand. And is like, hello. He's. <laughs> what did you say? He came back and he said, like, B- BT is the worst television I have ever seen. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, Boondocks is one of those shows I can definitely watch over again, except for season four. I'm sorry, it's just yeah. it's probably I one heard, of the worst that one's not very good. seasons you can have. Yeah, because, like, they aired the episodes out of order, so it's just all over the place. Oh, no. Then you have episodes like Freedom Land, where it's like Uncle Ruck is made. Like in concept, it sounds kind of like they'll do an episode like that, where it's like Uncle Ruck is made a, a music park. It was just a slave plantation. It wasn't. It wasn't Uncle Ruck. It was the. Uh, like it was the rich white guy, and Uncle Ruck has just worked in it. You know, there was actually a uh, a, an amusement park in New York called Freedom Land at one point, where uh, they was like they had like recreations of uh, of like native villages. It was I think it's they called it like the Engine Village or something. I wonder if it was like parodying that at all. Uh, Probably. If so, that's a deep cut. Respect. (laughs) Cut me deep, Shrek. Cut me real deep. (laughs) <laughs> oh that 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 one episode Tom getting uh pointers from the pimp names the back. Oh you know what? I, I I think I forgot I think I just remember my favorite boondocks bit. It was uh Fle- Fleece when Fleece Johnson is approached by uh Chris Hansen. Oh <laughs> I came looking for booty. You came looking for sex? He's yeah. like, oh, I know who you are, Chris Hansen. But I called you Chris Hansen. Aw. We can do this easy way or hard way. Yeah. I like, uh, I still remember, that That was one of my favorite, because uh, I learned about that bit from, like, uh, the Pizza Party podcast. It's like the idea of, like, ima- just imagining, like, someone, uh, it was like, imagine someone, like, pretending to be a pedophile, not just so they can meet Chris Hansen. <laughs> They get there and it's like an actual child's like, wait, you're not Chris Hansen. Where the fuck is Chris Hansen? I brought the, I brought the, uh, I brought this book for him to autograph and everything. 
Time to do it again. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess we just move on to next one. Savior. So, Royal. Tada. Peter Fang. Fine now. Well, I gotta do it on my phone now. Okay. Uh, thoughts. Extra thoughts on Xavier Renegade Angel. Um. I'm trying to think of like what the I need to watch all of it. I've only seen some uh some of the episodes. I need to see all of it. Well, I was about to go. One uh, episode that uh, I remember being kind of cool was they actually uh, had uh yeah Alex. Uh, Alex uh, oh yeah, one episode I remember was they actually had uh an episode that was entirely fan made, and there was like a li- there was a live action one that was made by the guy who did uh Shrek Fest. The uh, or Shrek retold, regi, and it it was like the first bit in the episode. It was fully live action, and like the impersonation he did of Xavier was like really good, and they like nailed the writing style too. I think that's in the the final season. I think I think it was, but yeah, foil, foil, go ahead. Hold on a second. Yeah, that was pretty much the last episode that you were talking about. I think of the show. And, uh, right. Oh, you hear me, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can hear you. I can hear you. Okay, well, yeah, that was like the last episode of the show, and that, I think ending on a good note. But aside from that, um, Xavier is one of those shows. Like, if you binge watch it, your brain cells will go down, but <laughs> yeah. your IQ will go up at the same time. It's a lot to Somehow. process in one sitting. Yeah, you can definitely like just go back, see different things, like Alex Two said, and it's probably one of those only shows where it does the fourth wall breaking right because the show is just so broken that it just works. Yeah. <laughs> right. Oof. Uh, but that's, that's all my thoughts. Okay. I like the uh, I like the episode with uh, the preaching gorilla. Oh yeah. It's like they got like the perfect uh, imper- for one thing they got the perfect impersonation of like a radio DJ that was really good. <laughs> oh, what else? Oh, the um, if it, it, well, there's okay. They uploaded the clip on YouTube. It's just called "If You Can't Beat 'Em, Wump 'Em." Don't remember that. It's like basically a wealthy tycoon is injected with Indian with like Native American blood, and he uh, he decides to open up a casino. <laughs> Oh, yeah, oh shit. he says like he's like, come on down to my firewater casino. My tribe's genocide the, is your bona fide. And the casino's like uh, uh like one one eighth of the of a backyard of a random backyard. I think so. And then they bring back like uh they bring back uh they call the a Native American blood. They call it wampum sauce. And then like. So, like, Indians, so basically the Native Americans come back as living blood beings, and then it's like, okay, we need to bring back the blood of cowboys. And the cowboys are, the cowboy blood is tainted by Arab blood, and they, they start to, like, storm uh, the casino, and one of, the, one of like, the uh, uh, Arabian cowboys goes, Jihad! And right. It's like just like so many like clever bits of wordplay like that just dropped at their feet like it's nothing. 
Oh yeah, that's the best part of the show too. Is like the wordplay is really good. You have to like you have to like watch it multiple times to pick up on everything. Yep. All right. Um. Thanks for me. My thoughts on Savior One is a masterpiece. Obviously, I wish I had more episodes. Uh, I need some of that disease you guys invented. Crack, not that one. AIDS. That's the spice. Bye. Bye. <laughs> uh, shit. I forgot what I was gonna say. Gotta throw this load into that dirty pooter's uh thought slot. Uh, oh, another thing. Uh, one thing that I kind of uh, uh love and hate at the same time is um. Every episode of Xavier, it never shuts up. There's no moment yeah, of silence. It's there just, is no time. To, there is no time to breathe. It's just yeah. talking. Like he turns, like he turns a woman's uh, a woman into a sandwich, and he comes back. He's like, and like turns a woman into a sandwich, and is like, "Have you seen my wife? I have b- bad news and a snack for you." <laughs> and that's like, uh, like in twenty seconds, you'll have like. Ten different jokes. Yeah. Oh, uh, and my probably my favorite joke series is the the when his family is dying, and and there and he's like, "Who did this to you, mother? Our son, our." I say, I know it's arson, but who did this to you? And <laughs> you just see her just pointing at him, being like, "Our son." <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> that it's one so good. and the uh, like a and the do you believe in God joke? Oh, yeah, that's a complicated question. That's it depends com- on what you mean by God. <laughs> bah! <laughs> yes or no? It helps no one to be reductive. I believe that the in fact that we are here implies the existence of some sort of higher power. <laughs> Oh, Robbie Slaw! <laughs> and then the, what is it? Self Battle is always great. Yeah. Oh, wait, wait, I remember one now. Um, remember episode where, um, let me see. It was when Xavier joined the gang. Uh, oh, yeah. Instead of having tacos, <clears throat> let's just talk. Let's just oh. talk. Oh. <laughs> Or like they make them think uh, he makes them think he killed the delivery man, but he comes back. <laughs> but but he comes back and they're like a ghost. And then it's like, oh man, it's hardcore. <laughs> uh, so uh, good. That one I remember is the like oh where where can I find someone that likes sports 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 yeah, Banshee. Um, I haven't seen enough really comment, but I remember watching it in, in the mornings before going to school. Whoa. And wow, no. That's you what I'm going to wake school. up to. 
You don't even have to go to school. You just got an education right there. there you oh, go. you're right. You, you got your life life experience right there. Yep. Oh, I like the uh, I like the bit with like the faith based healer, but he's like, Lord, we thank you for coming here today, and Lord, we ask that you may make a small incision above the sternum. I said above the he's sternum. Like, <laughs> he's like, what? He switched to decaf, Lord. Come on. <laughs> very good. Life. 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 Uh, what the life? What is it? Any, anything else, Appel? No, that's it. Okay, and uh, what about you, Alex? I know you already said a lot. Um... Not much else. Oh yeah, and also one line that uh, that I still that was pointed out to me with how clever it was. I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. It was like, uh, I'm already married to justice. Yeah, only a blind girl would marry you. <laughs> it's such a good line. I love it. Oh shit! That that whole fight is, is every line in that fight is, is. Oh yeah, I I try to quote that whenever I can. The Aww. one line that I really like from that is the. Oh, a fight to the death? Yeah, Louisiana rules? Of course, naturally. <laughs> you only got one peni? Let me see it. <laughs> I like, uh, oh, it's like we have very high standards for the meat we serve here. Well, hi, Meatler. Taste the pain. Alright, uh, I guess we just bond to the other one. Alex, yeah. Yeah. Never show we need those. to stop like we need to stop quoting Xavier Renegade. It'll just watch the show. It's good. Yeah. Oh, it's this, a trip. Let's just binge watch it right now. Right. Honestly, record our yeah. reactions. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. It's anyway. on HBO Max, which makes me very a happy little sausage. Uh, anyway. And HD too. Move on to the next one. Uh, the ones. No one talks about. So, uh, Alex, too. There's a there's a first. lot, and not real, not that many people talk about Yolo Crystal Fantasy. I I feel, but I feel like it wasn't really meant to be a huge show. I a lot of people are expecting a season two, but I honestly don't think that's going to happen. It feels like it was meant to be sort of a flash in the pan thing. When did that come out? It was like 2018, 2017, I think. Yeah, something wrong with time. It was like the creator, the co-creator, uh, the creator of Yellow Crystal Fantasy is like the co-creator of Smiling Friends. Uh, Michael Cusack. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, like, there's no season two announcement. They'll probably not make it, but who knows? I feel like it would, I feel like it more likely they're going to be shifting their focus to Smiling Friends, because Yellow Crystal Fantasy sort of like had a, a definitive ending, I would say. Uh, have a point. Like I wouldn't mind seeing more of it because it was a really fun show. But at the same time, as long as they're, they're like still making stuff, I don't really mind if they, uh, if they're like if they don't continue one thing but start another, because it 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 ended. And even if it didn't have a proper ending, I, I'm still content with like what we got. Yeah, I mean it's kind of like with Hellbenders. Because that was uh, something, I know it's not a Dull Swim show, of course, but... It was know. going to be. Yeah. And passed up for Mr. Pickles. 
I don't know how that could possibly happen. No. Oh, you know what? Stuff that's uh, stuff that's like I haven't. Well, I've seen a lot of people talk about it, but we never brought it up. The uh, the shorts by Jack Stauber, Shop, uh, mm, the yeah. Pop Opera, and Opal mm-hmm. are both so good. He's like a I very. Both of them. <laughs> oh, you ha- you still need to see both of them. Same. Uh, both of them are really great. Like Jack Stalber is like uh, is kind of, is like a savant because he's really he he makes like really catchy music has like a very interesting visual style as well, and they both combine really really well. I can't. Uh, I would recommend watching Shop, um, the pop opera first. Mm-hmm. There are like so many. It's honestly clever. There's so many like clever visual gags in there. Like, there's one joke that, uh, if you guys don't mind me spoiling it, um, oh, you're fine. Um, he basically, I don't know if everyone else, but... each, each segment has him, like, looking for a certain thing on his grocery list, and mm-hmm. every single character that he encounters, their head is shaped like the item he's looking for. Oh. <laughs> and it's, it's such, like, a subtle thing, and I didn't notice it until, like, the fifth time I watched it. Um, in terms of, like, animated stuff, uh, you know what? I'm gonna go through Adult Swim, because they're gonna have some, uh, there's a, hmm. let's see, animated stuff. What are we talking about currently? Uh, oh, back, Alex, hey. Hello. We're talking about, like, there's... stuff, uh, Adult Swim shows that nobody really talks about. Oh dang! I miss Space Ghost from Boondocks. So. Oh no, we haven't. Um, we haven't talked about Space Ghost. Yet. We, we haven't talked about Space Ghost. Oh, we're yeah. still to Cumberdy and uh, Venture Bros. Well, no, we got no. we got past that. We're just like I the s- just basically the obscure stuff that nobody else really talks about. I skipped over oh, Space okay. Ghost because I know you wanted to talk about. E. Oh, oh, thank you. Hey. Uh, I, I forgot about the Boondocks, so we talked about Boondocks for a while, but you didn't start stuff either. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, Alex, to continue on. Like, oh God, I forgot about I forgot King Star King was a thing. <laughs> that sounds familiar, oh. and I can't remember what the what the heck that is. Yeah, I think it was just the special that they did. Very certain. Uh, China, Illinois. Any any fans of? <laughs> I've I've never seen China Illinois, but I remember it was always on TV when I would go to, like, turn on Adult like Cartoon Network, and it's like, what, what is China Illinois? Like, what's the show that I keep seeing? Like, <laughs> yeah, I've I've never seen the show, but I like the voice of Baby Cakes. I like how I like how his voice sounds. Illinois uh, is pretty good. Primal. Oh wait! Oh, we I mean, that counts. Oh, people talk about, but you know. Oh lord, that's that's a competitive. That... I did not think of Primal. I was like, oh, when you guys were asking me for favorite adults from shows, that's got yeah. that that that's got to be up there. Primal's fantastic, yeah. Oh yeah, we also got uh, we got home movies. Lucy, oh, that's syndicated. Oh, oh, okay. We'll, we'll um, talk about it next time. Lucy, daughter of the devil, off the air is a, a very mm-hmm. is a really interesting series. So watch it. Uh, cause like, um, off the air is basically just like 10 minute segments of like, of animation that's curated by Adult Swim, just like random bits of animation, film, and, and, uh, audio curated and processed under a theme. They basically take a bumper 
one of their bumpers and extend it to a full 11 minutes and have them all fall under a certain theme. That's nice. Yeah, it's it's really it's really it's a cool thing to just like uh it's very visual heavy, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, it was like every single time you go into the Adult Swim like website, it's usually yeah. on. I actually I talked about it in a video essay uh years ago. <laughs> Uh, I still, I still really enjoy that. You know what? I'll send that to you to link my Adult Swim video essay. Okay, just like yeah, uh, send a link here. Will do. Uh, all right. Wait, just keep it short. Look, to okay. me. Uh, well, Alex Menes, want to say something? <clears throat> oh, he left. Oof, uh, I just cut to me then. So shows no one talk about is. Uh, I'll just bring up Lucy Daughter the Devil just because I saw it recently and it's like pretty funny <clears throat> right surprisingly well written and it's a shame that it only has 8 episodes it it could have gone way longer I, f- I feel like it could have gone way longer yeah um uh, can't go wrong with the uh, H. Benjamin oh yeah true yeah yeah what Brandon and then, the another one that I think that got mentioned before in previous podcast, the Shivering Truth. Oh yeah, the Shivering Truth is uh, is cool. Oh, yeah. I I also watched that recently, and it like it scratches the that Xavier Renegade angel. It, it totally scratches care. that Xavier itch. Itch, but like not the same degree, but it's almost there. Yeah, I mean it's. It's got like the same voice too, and the I think he's the creator as well. The it voice of Xavier. Yeah. yeah, it definitely has like that energy to it, where it's just complete. Uh, it's like total nonsense, but in like the best possible way. It's great nonsense. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Metalocalypse. Anybody? Oh, no one mentioned it. I never heard. Oh of yeah, that, that was a show. I've wait what. No, I've uh, never heard of it. Oh, I was like, you never oh, heard of it. You never, you never, never heard of it? I've just never seen it. I love Metallica. <laughs> Metallica I series. To, I oh, wish... I haven't seen Metalocalypse, so I'll just very quickly say, I do remember the only, what I think that this is funny because it's not related to the show, but the biggest memory I have with Metalocalypse is like this old, this old like cartoon rant video for, on YouTube from like 2010. Whoa. Maybe 2009, it was like top, like top 10 reasons met, uh, modern adults and sucks or something, which is really funny because it's 2009 <laughs> or 10. And like, yeah. I think one of them was like, or top 10 reasons Metalocalypse sucks or something like that. Yeah. And it was this, and like, one of the reasons was like, the name is a ripoff of Metallica. <laughs> oh, and that's like, to this day, whenever I think of Metalocalypse, I just think of that one person who just got really angry about the show because the name sounds like Metallica. Oh my god. I was like, Ben Looney. It was a, yeah, it was like a slideshow video. There was no narration. It was like had like <laughs> you know, it's like a slideshow with like music, you know, typical late two thousand features. Windows yeah, like Windows Movie Maker sounds, masterpieces. Sounds very on par with like security system takes control of Squidward's house. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I, pretty much. I don't have anything else to say, so I'll move on to Pale. Um there's Ob Obglons? Yeah, well, that's indicated also. 
Trust me, we'll get to those. We'll get to those. That's indicated. Next, next, next week. Next, next, next week. Next, next week. DJs. Indicated. Wait, is that the Adult Swim? That was a Fox show. That was a Fox show. That was a Fox show. Oh, it is? Oh, dang. Yeah. Uh, The Drinky Crow show? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I thought the style was interesting. It was like a... It looks like like vinyl figures in a way. Yeah. 3D, but it's got kind of like, kind of like a old cell shaded look. Uh, yes, I, I like, I dig it. I remember seeing it before school again. That's another show I saw. I think the, the full show is like on Adult Swim's website for free. There's actually heads up, anyone listening. A lot of Adult Swim shows, like a, uh, some of the more obscure ones, are just full, are just straight up available on Adult Swim's website for free. So yep, Space Ghost also like one show, uh, yeah. Minority Team, I think. Oh, Minority team. Uh... That just sounds like a weird. Minority team just sounds like Aqua Teen Hunger Force's alternate name, the Minority Team. Yeah, so like it sounds, it basically has a bunch of superhero stereotypes. That's it. It had like really terrible animation. Oh boy. Yeah, all of fully, all of fully Cooley is on Adult Swim for free. Oh yeah. Cool. I should watch it from there. I keep forgetting to rewatch Fully Cooly. It's been a while since I've seen it. Alright, uh, anything else, Pale? Um, Mary Shelley's Frankie Bowl. <laughs> just because it's a stop motion thing, I'm like, I've never seen it. I just keep, I remember like wanting to see it as a kid and I didn't. It. It's like, I'm just a robot, watch Robot Chicken. Someone, someone mentioned it in the stop motion podcast and I still haven't watched yeah. it yet. It was me. Yeah, I still. I need to. I know it was by the. I know it was by the crew of uh, Moral Oral, and it looks cool yes, though. I like the. Yes, I like the style of it. Yes. It was me though. I mentioned it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna shove stop motion knowledge, whether you guys like it or not, in every podcast. All right. And next podcast, um, stop motion part two. Yes. <laughs> you guys stop. I'm about to make a motion. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Move on. Yeah. We'll move on to foil shows. No one's show. No one brings up anymore. <laughs> I mean, let me see. Like it's been circulating in clips like Xavier, but Super Jail. Yeah. Surprised like, that no one's really bringing up Super Jail that much anymore. Except they either talk about like the Warren Warden, uh, Tumblr sexy Oprah. man Warden, mm-hmm. <laughs> One slur. <laughs> Purple Onesler? Purple Onesler? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. I mean, most of these shows I haven't seen since they came out or and canceled, but um, there was Ashley McGee. Of course, uh, classic. What else? Tom Goes to the Mayor, which is like, you know, Tim and Eric and stuff is like cut out versions of them. Oh, uh, yeah, that show. Yeah. Oh, um, Cartoon Planet, sort of. Oh yeah, that, well, was that Adult Swim? I mean, it was on Cartoon Network, but then it started re-airing on Adult Swim. But we we're gonna get the Space Ghost anyway, so. Oh, you know okay. what? Super Jail. Actually, I've seen some bits and pieces from Super Jail. Uh, I like the way they uh they animate the warden and stuff. Great. Anything else? Uh, foil. It's... Nope. Okay. Oh, no, cool. sir. Move on. So we'll. Circle back to Space Ghost, because Alex is here now. 
Uh, you can go first, Alex. Uh, thoughts on Space Ghost um, and and Boondocks since since you weren't here. For that. Yeah. What do you say? What Already. if we like? Uh, what if we did like Boondocks first and then sort of ended off with talking about Space Ghost? Okay. Yeah, uh, that's like the end all. Of the all. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I'll just do Boondocks first. Um, Boondocks is fantastic. <laughs> um, in every regard, pretty much. At least the first three seasons. I don't hate season four, but I. Think <clears throat> I don't hate it, but you know, but it's definitely not up to par with the first three. Um, for various reasons, but um, uh, the characters and just kind of. What can I say about Docs? I'm trying to think of like a unique perspective, I guess. Um, the music, I love the music of the show. Um, oh, hell yeah. I, I think I just like the, I like its commentary. Like, I guess it appeals to me more because I'm very much like, um, just like, you know, not, you know, uh, side tangent, I guess a little like, cause, you know, film major, I want to make movies and stuff like that. Um, I do have an interest in like social, I do have quite an interest in like social issues related to like, you know, just yeah. people and, and stuff like that, and I was like, you know, Boondocks tends to tickle that sweet spot in terms of, like, um... Yeah, totally. Like, like various topics it talks about, like, you know, it tackles, like, obviously current events of the day, or somewhat current events of the day, like Hurricane Katrina and the election of Obama. Oh, yeah, I also talked about, um, you know, the episode about R. Kelly. (laughs) Way, yeah, way before everyone realized, like, what? R. Kelly's a bad person. I can't believe it. You know, it's like it goes um, very, it goes like very deep into the, uh, into like, you know, the racial divide in the United States and race relations. Yeah, um, like, yeah, yeah, like, um, again, like, uh, like Uncle Ruckus, I think, is most hilarious character <laughs> on we're anything. Talking, he's, we're talk, we he's, were talking about that. It's like, how do they take such a repugnant character and make him so charming? I think because he's he himself is whack. If he was a white character, I think it would be not it wouldn't be funny. Um, I guess I, I guess know. that I, is it. I guess that would make yeah. sense. Yeah, because um, it's like sad because you know there's that whole episode with his backstory. Like, oh yeah, that's, oh, yeah, that's the thing about. <laughs> Did the I just catch you having fun? <laughs> it's a really funny show. Oh, like yeah. it really is, but especially in its first season, it was a little more somber. Like at times, like. uh like, there's this, like, episodes where it takes itself a lot more seriously, and it does it very well. Like, there's a whole episode, the second episode, I think, with, uh, the Gangs Delicious or something, where, like, he goes to, like, record, like, every, he, he's outed as being gay, basically, and, like, no one wants to work with him or be around him, oh. and he's kind of sad about it, you know, except for, like, Riley, who, you know, sticks his neck out to, like, talk to him a little bit. Um, the season one finale, where the inmate's about to kind of, is on death row, and he oh, yeah, kind of feels... Awesome. Yeah, because Huey just feels really hopeless about, like, the state of the world, and, like, he has no power, and then the music that's playing, and it's like, oh, man, that's that's some good shit, you know? Um, yeah. But that episode is also really funny, because Uncle Ruckus starts a cult, because he had a dream where Ronald Reagan came to him in White Heaven, and, like, told <laughs> him, like, you know, like, it's, it's, it balances comedy and humor perfectly, like, the Uncle Ruckus show, not the Uncle yeah. Ruckus show, um, the, uh, the one about his backstory as, like, a kid, it's, like, I don't know, it's interesting, yeah. it's like a funny show, but like these characters actually have like depth and meaning, like even Uncle Ruckus, who for the most part was like a one-dimensional character, is like, you feel bad for him, because you feel like he's just treated really terribly, kind of old, like, you know, he kind of, he just hates himself, basically, and kind of lives in denial of what he actually is, yeah, I don't know, it's... Yeah, uh, like his mom lied to him about, you know, rebuild LIGO, whatever. Right, no, Re- 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 
It's able to like dig through comedy to find something tragic. Yeah, pretty much. It's not just like uh, you know, better than other shows that are more known for their comedy, like uh, like Family Guy, for example, where it can be serious, but it's not really it's not really its strong suit. Um, trying to be serious. Um, outside of a couple moments, like South Park or Simpsons does that pretty well, but um, there are some like points. There are some like points where like it, it like the uh, the metaphor that they're going for kind of hits you like oh shit. <laughs> right. Yeah, it hits it hits really close to home in terms of like oh I know exactly what this is like about or oh I've I've um I relate very much to this character's feelings about this and that or yeah um it's it's a really smart show and it's uh, I love the art style you know um and the I don't know uh, Boondocks is just cool I I love it it's one of my favorite shows. Oh, yeah, the, smart, the smartest shows never want to present themselves as such. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm done. You guys can move on to no, uh, go, talk about Boondocks. No, we already oh, no, talked. We, uh, we already talked about Boondocks. Go, yeah. go with Space Ghost. Yeah. Or oh, we're. That, and then we're gonna end it with um. You weren't you weren't here. How we discovered Adult Swim, right? Or did yeah, that, we do that? That's where Ooh, yeah. we we haven't gone to that yet. Shows we lost. We we were waiting. We basically skipped over Space Ghost uh, just for you. Oh, what's? Oh, I was gonna say what's? Oh, thank you. I was gonna say what's? It's, what's the shows we lost, or did we already talk about that? I mean, I, 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 I put it down there, and since you said we're probably gonna move the syndicated like shows over. Oh, the, okay. Week, week, oh yeah, week, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Alex, uh, Space Ghost. Yeah, Space Ghost. Go ahead. Uh, it has a really cool theme song uh first of all i don't think people talk about it. like the kind of the uh, it starts off with the ha, 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 thing i can't do the singing you know? yeah and then the like electric guitar and like it's man it's uh sounds like sounds like uh i don't know who's the woman singing but it sounds like jewel from like death row type shit and it's like yeah she's got some good vocals whoever's singing yeah. the theme song um and the intro, I don't know. I just love the theme song a lot. I don't, it's not talked about enough for like theme songs. Like that's such a cool theme song. Um, it's such like a, especially considering like the time that it came. Like uh, Space Ghost predates even Adult Swim, so you just be like, wa- you just be like watching reruns of Hanna Barbera stuff on Cartoon Network, and then just or Dexter's Lab, and all of a sudden you'd see this really bizarre thing like just yeah, late re- at night. Yeah, I remember it. I yeah, um, it's. Very revolutionary in terms of its format. Like, you know, even later on, like, you know, Eric Andre and other people would talk about, like, how they were influenced by, like, like, what if we made a talk show, a talk show, but it's, like, everyone is insane, you the, know? The um, worst talk show. A talk show, yeah. like, that goes out of its way to make the guests as uncomfortable as possible. Yeah, yeah except... Yeah, um, which by the way, Alex, uh, your video on, I still like your video on that, on Eric Andre. Um, yeah. that was a good video. I just remembered, I just remembered, like, oh yeah, that was a good video. Yeah, like, you did that, oh, like, a couple years ago. Yeah. But yeah you can totally um, see the DNA of the Eric Andre show in Space Ghost. Yeah, um, like, well, yeah, like, it's format and stuff, and also just kind of like the side characters and the guests and how they would, it, it's, they kind of would, like, I can't say this is original to it, because I think, like, the Weird Al Yankovic, whenever he used to interview celebrities, uh, would do this, but, like, or they would just kind of give them normal questions or interviews, but, like, they would edit it, or they would ask questions and then edit it in a way so that 
the guests themselves look like they're answering really weird questions, you know? Yeah. Or giving like weird, the, weird responses, you know? Like the uh, like the Dennis Rodman, Eric Andre, but he's like, have you ever had sex with someone while they were asleep? And they just have Dennis Rodman go like, uh, yep. I can't tell if that's like a cut. They just like intentionally it's, cut away to make it. It's hard to tell. That. I can't imagine they would have been allowed to do it because I feel like Dennis Rodman's that's lawyer like, would have come in at that point. Yeah. I don't know, but um, yeah, they would do something like that, like sort of like Weird Al um, edit interviews to make them funnier. Yeah, and uh, uh, sorry, people. Um, from foils and uh, but no, yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I don't know what else. What, what else is? I feel like I had more to say about Boondocks, but um, uh, but no, but it's just it's it's format. Um, very revolutionary, kind of again taking the whole taking old Hanna Barbera property and make it into something new and with a modern sort of ironic twist to it, which Romeo like, Dalton was basically that. Well, you know, yeah, there was like nothing like that at the time because like even the concept of a reboot was still kind of uh, was still a fairly foreign concept. Yeah, well, is it? Well, I mean, yeah, kind of. Yeah, it was like, cause, like, like people wouldn't really talk about like remakes and reboots back then. They would just have the uh, a filmmaker would just sort of do their own thing, like John John Car- Carpenter's is the thing instead of like calling it a remake or something. Yeah, I also would argue it even predates like this whole South Park thing of like low budget animation type stuff. Of like, it's less so, like, about a- the animation and more about the dialogue. Um, True. Well, I mean, well, I mean, Beavis and Butthead, you could argue probably because that's kind of cheaply made and it was really popular but i feel like you know it did way more than um space ghost or south park where they just kind of move around on like little like you know right well like space ghost was also like wasn't space ghost like also recycled digital? animation it was recycled huh? animation but wasn't it also digital uh or yes am i no. misremembering that Probably they would use they would later. take old cells from the they would take old cells from the show and like they would and just like in. reuse them and like move them around and stuff like that. Um, I think later on it would be just completely digital, but you know it predates again the whole. Uh, like again, I get credit South Park for the whole like oh we can make an adult cartoon with like no money, uh, and just, just make like it about the dialogue. Yeah, just we're able to like streamline the process so that they can just like pump out an episode in six days. Yeah. Also, I like how they had, like, Gendy Tartakovsky and, like, Craig McCracken, Mike Judge, you know, like, animators on it. Like, it was, you know, kind of give a little nod to, like, you know, most talk shows are not inviting animators or people in animation unless it's, like, Walt Disney or something if he was alive, you know, Seth MacFarlane. Right. Um, but they were, like, inviting, like, Cartoon Network's own people. It's like, hey, uh, Gendy, you made Dexter's Lab. Come, Would you want to come in and do an interview with us? And, you know. Uh, right. I don't know. Stuff like that. Like, that stuff was cool. Um, just like a talk show host, a talk show, but like with an kind of showing some love to animation and stuff like that. I don't yeah, know. Or it's, it's also probably because because they just they just had access to them and like because at the time wasn't it that like space that Space Ghost was very was like a passion project that they didn't really have any budget for at the time. Yeah, they just did it because they wanted to. Which it's so crazy that like this little experiment was able to just grow into this massive uh, empire. Yeah, it turned into Adult Swim because they're like, "Hey, we can make a whole block about stuff like this." And uh, and it's still like even years later, it's still like going really strong and it's becoming more and more integrated into the the pop culture zeitgeist. Yeah, like the, there was an Adult Swim uh, TikTok trend uh, 
a couple months ago. Oh yeah. yeah. What, I don't know if you've heard of it. Oh, it's basically TikTok people would make their own. I mean, it got posted on Twitter around and Instagram yeah. and other stuff like that. But basically, it would be like. You take it basically people were recreating their own adults making their own adults bumpers. Oh, sweet! To the to the tune of uh, what's that song called? That they all these bumpers, these exact same song. It's like a whoops. Uh, let me let me find it. It's called um, I'm almost there. Hold on. Um, Oh, uh, Running Away by Vano3000. Uh, That's the name of the song that all these bumpers, all these videos use. And I don't know, it's it's cool. I don't know, like 20 years later, like, you know, you get this thing. You have people who've never seen adults from somehow, because I don't know why, but. Um, oh, who are like, song. Yeah, who are like finding out about adults because of a trend online, you know? Yeah. Like, it's. You know, people like, it's so. Like, like, oh, I should tune in and see what. and check this out. Yeah, it's, uh, it's cool. my mind. <laughs> uh, let's move on. Any last thoughts, Alex? Um, oh, I'm done. Done. All right, uh, Alex, too. Adult Swim is very cool, and I'm very excited excited to see what they do in the future because it seems like um, they're only getting more and more ambitious with uh, with some of their upcoming projects, and I'm especially excited for Smiling Friends. I would. I'm really excited to see what they make with that. All right. Uh, other other thoughts on Spokos? Hmm. Uh, not much I can say. There's a really good Alex Jones edit where they put him into Space Ghost, and it's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, I'll keep my word. Just uh, the first season of Space Ghost. Is, well, I saw it a couple months ago, and the first season of Space Ghost like, practically unwatchable. I just wanted to... Whoa, time out it. there, buddy. <laughs> I wanted to quit it right there in the first season. Wait, what season? What show? Space Ghost. Space Ghost. Coast to Coast. Oh. Coast to Coast. I did not like... I didn't... I really, uh. I really did not like the first season. But uh-uh. since it's so short, like, it doesn't I feel matter. Like back in the day, I feel like back in the day, it would have survived on like the novelty of it with just how strange it was. Later on, I feel like it get, it got better. Okay. Uh, your, re- your reputation is saved. <laughs> it's just that first season. I consider the first one unwatchable. Uh, and then the the title sequence is like, weird, epileptic, teacher inducing <laughs> yeah. title sequence. That's part of the charm of it. Uh, yeah, it feels like it was like it really did emphasize like you've never seen anything like this on TV before. Other than that, I got nothing else to say. So move on to Pell. Pell, your my brain went. What are we talk about? Face goes coast to coast. I have nothing to say. I'm sorry. All right, move on to Royal Foil. <laughs> um, I mean, most of you guys pretty much said. I mean, let me see. Uh. Oh yeah, yeah, my brain is just broken right now. But um yeah you mentioned Mike Judge and you know Craig McCracken. Those are probably like one of my favorite interviews because I started watching Space Ghost on YouTube and Cartoon Planet. Yeah. And there's also like the one with Triumph the Insult Dog. 
Which was really funny because, you know, this is part was like, um. Basically, sniffs his ass. Yeah, it was like, up the dog's ass or something like that. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll fly over Wait, right uh, now. Wait, what? Wait, what were you saying? Hmm? Oh, no. The Space Ghost just agreeing to sniff, to sniff his, sniff his uh, trans ass. Oh, yeah. But, um, yeah, um, I think that it's a good show, show because of how, you know, it pioneered most of the shows that came afterwards because it has that weird vibe that kind of carried over to, like, the Brock show. <laughs> Excuse me. Aqua Teen, Hunger Force, all that. And, um, sorry, I can't really think right now. You can probably just move on to the next topic. All right, cool. Uh, last topic of the day. Uh, the, how you discover Adult Swim first place. Uh, we'll go with Coil. Okay, so there's like many different times, like different situations that I like to talk about where it was a certain show that I saw and it was the most awkward experience ever. Mm-hmm. Like, first time I saw like Adult Swim was it's either Robot Chicken or Boondocks. This was probably like 2005 or something like that. And my parents would just say, okay, since you've been good today, you can probably watch some TV with us for a little while, and then you can go to sleep. Cool. The ones I like to talk about is like the experience I had when I saw the Kogoff, the Barbarian pilot. Oh, sick. Like, what happened was that this is like 2006 or something like that and I had like my grandparents that were staying over for a little while and my folks were like oh hey look Pee Wee's on TV so okay let's change the channel that <laughs> went off. that's when Kogal the Barbarian started coming on <laughs> nice. and from that point on every single time they would come by we'll just put on the western so, they all sound very old school. What the? I think your folks sound very old school with the 80s stuff and westerns and whatnot. Yeah, like yeah, I said. Think of 80s as like really old school. I mean, well, it is old school to us, but it, like in the grand scheme of things, it wasn't too long ago. I mean, it doesn't seem that too long ago because all these reboots and stuff that happened, like, you know, got Jim. Yeah, you know what? That's true. <laughs> Transformers, My Little Pony, a bunch of 80s stuff that's being rebooted. All the cool, yeah. all the cool shit happened in the 80s. Right, 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 the 80s were 40 years ago. Wait, what's going on in the background? Oh. Wow. Anything else to add? I cannot believe Oil. it. Oh, yeah. Um, like, there's a couple of shows that I used to watch. I mean, not used to watch, but watch now that I probably watched once and I didn't really care for it at the time. You know, like, Xavier, where it was the episode about the, let me see, Xavier's snake hand had ate the babies. <laughs> of course, of course. Like, I just don't want to watch that show anymore until years later. And you got Super Gel. Where it was probably the worst episode I could even start on. And it was the one about the girl who, whose name was Cancer, and then she dies at the end. 
Oof. Like that was a pretty depressing episode. Alright. But uh Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Cool. One, two. Um, I, I think I think I might have to go ahead because I might need to get off. Alright. Go, uh, um, go ahead. As Alex. far as Okay, as far as uh as far as like how I discovered Adult Swim, my relationship to it was like very similar to the uh a lot of kids' relationship. It was like it was this thing I saw ads for it where it's just like uh you know with the adults around the pool with like the uh I don't remember what the name of the song was, but it was like the original like Adult Swim theme, like all kids out of the pool. Yeah, um, uh, Dust uh, Decode by Dust Devil, whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's like yeah, yeah dun 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 dun. dun. Yeah, and, which is a rem- remix. It's like a remix of uh, ma- uh, it's a Tito Puente song. Uh, what's it called? Mambo Gallego, Mambo Gallego. Yeah, uh, really. Well, it's also a good song. You know, you'll yeah. hear it and you're like, oh, this is literally the adult swim thing, just you yeah. know, with a hip hop beat. Oh, totally. And uh, but for the longest time, like the relationship I had with Adult Swim, because it would just be like it would be late at night or like getting really late and like on the few nights when i was like when my parents hadn't thought to come tell me to like get in bed or anything i would like be channel surfing and uh whenever my parents would be out of the room or something i would like click through and see like the adult swim logo with over like futurama reruns or an ad for lucy daughter of the devil and like all these little things and able to get like these small glimpses into this like mysterious thing it was just like this unknown entity to me for the longest time and had this weird mystique to it. Alright. Uh, on to Hale. Oh. Oh, and, uh, but thank you guys, uh, so much for having me again, though. Oh, you gotta go, yeah, go now? Of course. Yeah, I think I gotta peace out for now. Alright. Um, but thank you, for... thank you all for, thank you all for having me, uh, thank you, uh, please subscribe to Oh, hold on. Pale is saying hold on in the chat. Oh, she's probably like that moment. But yeah, yeah. Th- thanks oh, yeah. for thanks for joining. Thanks for joining the podcast, Alex. Oh yeah, totally. I I'd love to join again. I'm glad I got to talk about Adult Swim. Some uh, subscribe to Occult Tuner, please. He's very cool. He's yeah, cool. he makes epic maymays like Woo! Pepe the Frog. Pepe the Frog. Oh dude, oh dude, <laughs> you, he has the rarest Pepe's in the world. Oh my gosh, okay. <laughs> right. See y'all see y'all around. Y'all have a good one. Yeah. Alright, bye. Alright, uh bye. I guess in my case I'll 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 try to keep it It's just I discovered those were probably one night when I was like pretty sick and I just had the T V on uh during the the one moment where I was just kind of awake. I, I saw Either Robot Chicken, that's like the first thing, or King of the Hill. One of those two. Like, that's the first da, time. Da, da, da. That's the first time I discovered Adult Swim. Just, like, half half asleep and, and just kind of, like, not feeling well anyway. That sounds like the ideal way to watch Adult Swim. <laughs> uh, that's all I have for that. And one Great. thing I, I forgot to add in no one talks about is TikTone. Uh, oh yeah, one yeah. TikTone. That's kind of recent, and it's basically if Link from Legend of Zelda was on crack and, oh. and heroin, and it's just attacking anything that moves. It's great. I recommend it. <clears throat> uh, uh, yeah, Pell, go ahead. Sorry, um, I don't 
I can't remember. I think what it was is, I think it was like looking at the TV guide, and I was like, "What is so much?" So I just stayed all night waiting until it was twelve to see what it was, and it was Robot Chicken. Like I, I, uh, the the thing was, I was like, it was past my bed curfew. I was like, "Oh, that's why I don't want to wake mom and dad up," because I want I wanted to know what the heck Robot Chicken was, and I saw it, and like I remember very. Distinctly that the episode, uh, the episode I showed, it was the one where, like, one of the skits was, like, Bob the Builder was, uh, what was that one little pumpkin dude or scarecrow dude? Oh, the scarecrow. Um, I don't remember the name, but yeah. I don't know, he, he, like, and there were, like, some gang dudes, and he, oh, yeah. he I don't know messed know. them up real good, and he said, I hope you like smelling what you ate or something. I don't know, someone, but I was like, yeah. That was my first experience, I guess. Right. Uh, and last, mm. lastly, Alex. Uh-huh. Yeah, sorry. I kept taking multiple breaks throughout this podcast. I showed up late, and then I'm like, oh, I have to go take a shower. And it's like, oh, I have to, you know. Um, uh, so I, I've messaged this to, I think to foil at least, because I feel like we talked about this topic actually, but like I actually saw Adult Swim in its really early days when it still had the pull bumpers. Um, oh, yeah. Like, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm an OG in this in this shit. <laughs> no, um, I don't see. I was really young, so I can't give you a specific memory of what was the first time. But I just remember I would watch a lot of Cartoon Network at the time, like 2001, 2002, 2003. Like you know, early 2000s. Watched a lot of Cartoon Network, and uh, I guess at some point it was just uh, it was just Adult Swim. You know, that would come on. You know, like Saturdays. I think it was the only time that used to sh- show. Um, and I think the first show, it was either that I remember from it, it was either like Home Movies or Aqua Teen or Sea Lab 2021. Uh, one of those three, I don't know. And I just remember finding it really, it was weird, but I found it funny. Like I didn't see it like, oh, it's, it's, uh, I didn't see it as anything like, oh, this is like not for kids. I was just kind of like, oh, uh, more cartoons for me to watch. And it's like, you know, but something felt off about them. Like something was <laughs> clearly different about this, these kind of shows. They were illegal. Like you're you're not allowed to watch them, Alex. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, and yeah, I seen like the pull bumpers and stuff. I'm like, this is this is a uh, I don't know. I think I feel like I remember like this is different. Like it felt very different because like the live action pull bumpers instead of the cartoons and the cartoons they had had like a different vibe to them. They're a lot more quiet, a lot more dry with their sense of humor. Um, and uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's one of that's. Gotta be some of the earliest memories, just vague recollections of of watching the show at the time. I mean, those shows um, at the time, and uh, specific, you know, uh, also like Futurama and Family Guy. That's where I first saw them um, when they first came to Adult Swim in like '03. Um, and the Sea Lab episode I remembered forever was like he gets stuck underneath a soda machine, Captain oh. Murphy, and. All, I think it's called All That Jazz, the episode. But yeah, he gets stuck under a soda machine and, like, basically he's, like, befriends trying to get out. And Yeah, there's, he befriends a scorpion who st- stings him. And I remember that scared me as a kid because he, like, dies. Like, he gets stung and then, like, he gets, like, all, you know, from the venom. His, he gets swollen and, like, <laughs> it scared me as a kid. I remember because I still think about it, you know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have any specific memories except for watching that when I was a kid being somewhat traumatized by it but yeah it's a good episode good good times 
All right. Awesome. And I that's that's the end of the podcast. Hey, oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, this is a long one. This is a long one. So, uh, anyway, good night, interwebs. Uh, have a good Wouldn't rest of time. Have a have a poggin <laughs> afternoon. And join us. Poggers. Join us next time for part two. Don't swim podcast. Bye. See ya. Bye. Mother <laughs>